Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all nations, we are back with another brand new episode of the Last Week in Wrestling podcast. And a little slight change of plans. We were supposed to have a new guest on today, but unfortunately we couldn't make it happen. Um, but we got the lovely, the only Sam. Sam, how are you? What's up, everybody? You're we're stuck st- with me. Yeah, we sound a little bit better, too. We're using a different way to record. So it definitely sounds a lot better than... Well, uh, you sound better. I'm still getting over something, so I'm a little nasally today. Yeah, well, I mean, I mean, recording-wise, we sound better than, than we have. I know oh, you've yeah, of seemed, course. You seemed far away. I seemed very close. Evan seemed yeah, outside of the house. So, like... Outside the know, house? Yeah, so, like, it's just... It's a little different, but it's, it's good that we're now finally um, all together and uh, moving and grooving. But, of course... We had AEW Revolution, and then, of course, this week in wrestling that has passed us. Uh, we'll talk about uh, a little bit about that later, especially with AEW. Um, so, AEW Revolution, let's go. Let's start there. Okay, um, first we'll go, off. First from our predictions, and then we'll, of course, go into okay. what we wanted and everything like that. But uh, what did you think of the show overall? I would definitely say uh, it was definitely like a 4.5 out of 5. Okay. Solid 4.5 out of 5. That's not disrespectful. Okay. Uh, but I have to say, one of my enjoyable mo- moments of the night actually came after the show. Um, we're going to get into, it's going to be spoilers, of course, if you didn't see it, MJF retained. Thank fucking God. That Thank was God. that was a 5 out of 5 match. Yeah, yeah. Um, but what really was a 5 out of 5 moment was he goes backstage for the presser. Yeah, the scrum. And Brian Alvarez is, fr- is sitting front row. And his boy Dave Meltzer's right behind him. So he's just cursing out Brian Alvarez. And he's cursing out Meltzer. Yeah. And oh my God. And on top of that, while we were while the match Spe- was happening, Speaking about that, I think you, you were going to bring it up. There was a point where he left the ring. Right. And he's like, is this going to take a... Is this going to get a star taken away, Dave? Yeah. Oh, dude. All these like little... Bro, I love it. I'm just... I'm for it. I'm a huge... I'm a huge MJF fan, so I'm all for, I'm just all for the smoke he, he delivers each and every yeah. week. Yeah, no, it was a great show. Absolutely, I agree with you. I, I, I give it a five out of five. It was a perfect show. It was it was probably one of the better pay-per-views we've would, seen in the beginning of the show. I would say the, uh, the reason I take half a star off is mainly that Wardlow-Joe match and then knowing what we know now going into like this past week. Right. It was just kind of stupid. It was, yeah. I I would have, I would have, I would like. Let's be real here. I would have rather it been Hobbs wins the ladder match. He's the the face of the Revolution ladder match. He should have just had the title shot at Revolution. Right. He right. should have won. He should have beat. He should have beat Joe. It should have been Wardlow beats Joe. Triple threat. And and then all of a sudden, uh, come to find out, uh, QT. Uh, this is gonna be spoilers for, I think. For dynamite, yeah, but it was most likely QT Marshall who broke into Wardlow's car. Yeah, more more than less likely. Yeah, I, I definitely feel that way too. But but still, but yeah, yeah, no, uh, Revolution was, I mean, absolutely phenomenal. A lot of people on TikTok, it's very funny. I was watching them say that uh, they were skipping this week's uh, pay per view because oh, it looks like a weak card. Oh, it looks like there's no substance. Oh, it looks like there's. There's not much to this and anything. It's very predictable. We watched the world champion throw tequila on a kid. Yeah, that was worth the price of admission. Yeah, no, that was it. Yeah, that wasn't scripted. Also, also, 
I'm surprised that mom didn't fuck him up. Yeah. I'm if that was my kid, no like not for nothing. In the moment she must have been like, I really can't, even if I wanted to. Yeah, I'm on television. I would have taken my belt off and choked him. I'd be like, ah, 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 ah. Brian would have been losing falls left and right. Right. Like you would have seen the counter go up and up and up and up and up and up for MJF. Right. I would have I would have been choking him out. Yeah. At the end of it it would have been like three falls to twenty five. Yeah, no, I mean, you know, all, all in all, the ma- the matches were, were superb. I'm happy Jungle Boy got the win, and I pretty much called the whole card. The only, only match I missed was the Ruby Soho yeah. match. That I thought I thought Ruby was going to win. I really did. Nobody was drinking their haterade for that. No, no one was. I was drinking my haterade. I was. Nobody. I wasn't. Uh, that, yeah. Down in it. I was yeah. down in it. I and, wasn't. You know, the right person won. Yeah, I wasn't. I wasn't at all. I didn't. Uh, you know, I, I figured either one of the two you know, things was going to happen. It, either it was going to be Jamie Hayter or it was going to be um, Soraya. You know, Ruby was the little, you know, pebble in the pebble in Ruby the Ruby was the person to take the pit. I, yeah, I mean, yeah, Let's you be could real. say that. You Let's be real. That. Ever since Ruby Soho got to AEW, and this is no offense to her, we've built her up. Only to watch her come crashing down. Yeah, with no actual push. It's a, it's a. There's a reason like the fans kind of stopped getting behind her is because it's just like we know, like no offense, it's just it just seems like the company isn't really pushing you as good. Right. On top of that, too, it's just like when she was explaining why she turned heel, she was like, "Oh, you booed me for this person and this person." Because no offense, at, like no matter who you are. If you were in WWE before you went to AEW, you are the outside person. You have to earn a little bit. You have to push a little harder to get respect. Right. Like, we'll cheer for you when you get in, but for that hardcore AEW audience, they're going to be cheered for their... Homegrown talent. Yeah, of course. Right. Of course. But And Jamie Jamie's one of those, but Soraya is not, nor is Yeah. Ruby. You know, and again, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm pleased to see that... Um, the right person won. Uh, that you know we got we I'd rather see a retaining champion than a champion kind of like how we're having with Hobbs and and um, do Wardlow. not disrespect um, Hobbs. Well, it's a hot potato. It's a hot potato situation. Well, yeah, hopefully if, not if, anymore. If we, if we hopefully accept, not well, anymore. It's gonna continue. But what I'm saying is I'm happy that it, it's better off that. Let me be happy. Hate, um, hater won than having Soraya win. Only for Soraya, it to hot potato yeah. to like Soho or something. Like right, that. exactly. And then Soraya loses it to Soho Wednesday or next or the following week in Winnipeg, or so, she loses it like in some random rampage I, show I, that no one really. I had a about. I had a, I had a theory because mm. of why I picked Hater to win, mm. and my theory was Thunder Rosa was going to come back, and it was going to eventually lead to the split of Hater and Baker, and give us a, that summer you feud. You might get it. Listen, man. You might listen. Get it. You might. It might happen. TK. I don't know. I don't know, TK. I don't know if it's a hundred percent, but it seems that it's a possibility. It's a good possibility. That you know, Thunder Rosa eventually will be coming back, and um, you know whether or not she's. I feel like she's probably going to team with Hater and Baker because these outcasts of Ruby Soraya and oh. Tony Storm, like it's it's becoming a very well played out. Um, Gimmick and I, I, I'm you know it's boring. It's NWO 2.0. Also, with these ladies. speaking speaking on um, Thunder Rosa real quick, and the whole situation that led into Hater winning mm. the title and Tony Storm winning it. Please just get rid of the interim champions. Right. 
if a champion's injured, well, yeah, we're gonna talk know, about the belts too. And tonight. you know that the, if, if the champion's injured, and you know they're injured, I like I like that WWE at least does it. Like it's upsetting, yeah, but they don't play around. They're like, oh, they're injured. The belts, we're gonna take the belt away. Right. Give it to a new person. Only real exception I'd say is something in the case of like the Briscoes. Right. They respectfully let him hold it for right. a little longer. Right. And then, of course, spoilers for yesterday. We're going to get into that later. Yeah, they, they, they respectfully relinquished it. Yeah, exactly. That but is no. like the only exception I'd really say. Give it, give it like a good maybe month. Right. Two months. Tops. And then like. Let it go. Let it go. Yeah. Let it go. No, I agree. I, you know, because otherwise we're just going to have the same old. Same old every week. It's going to be just a hot potato. It means situation. nothing too. If you put the term interim in front of a champion, you're not the real champion, right? We know you're the fake champion waiting in the wings for the real champion to come back, mm-hmm. and you're going to have to fight them. You might not even beat them. And what was the point of this title reign that doesn't even count? That right. The one thing I will say, Tony Khan did right was he instated Tony Storm and Jamie Hader's championship runs. So when Tony won the interim champion, she became the official champion, and then of course Jamie was a first was first officially recognized as the world champion. I think the Dynamite after Full Gear, <laughs> mm-hmm. and then they were also like, "Oh, we're also going to give it to Tony Storm too." Right. So I like that, but right. no, no more of this interim champion bull. No more. No, I I agree. I I'm getting tired of. The consistent, the inconsistency of letting these champions actually have reigns and have better title defenses than these hot potato matches that we get with not even just the interim for the women's, but even for like the TNT. But of course, we'll, we'll talk a little bit more on that a little bit later. But um, going back to Revolution a little bit longer, uh, what would you say is your top two matches of the night? I know mine. I know mine, and one's going to surprise you. That Iron Man. Uh, first off. That I feel like the Iron Man match isn't on your list. No, it's not. I, as much as it made me have so laryngitis. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say your top two matches were the the trios match uh-huh. and Jungle Boy Christian. No. Okay, then let me take one more. No more guess for you. No more guess. But no, no, no. I'll, the, I'll, was, tell, I'll tell. Was them. the elite? Tell, was the elite one? I'll of them. tell. I'll tell them. My, so my, my top my top two matches. My honest to goodness top two matches were the Iron Man match, of course. And as much as I enjoyed Christian and them, it was a good match. I I'm a fan of the acclaimed. I'm gonna give it to the acclaimed over that trios match. Oh, actually, no, not even that. The Texas Death match that was fucking great. No, that wasn't needed. That was great. It was a great match. Meltzer gave that five out of five stars. Yeah, well, that was a fucking. Meltzer, fi- I, I, I also listen, think Meltzer has some biased opinions. Listen, I I love um I loved the John Boxley match against Adam. Like, I couldn't even pick a winner. I could pick... My heart said Paige, but my head said Moxley. My heart was correct. Yeah. But my official prediction was a little... was wrong because I was like, ah, I feel like I gotta go with Mox because it is his his wheelhouse as much as I want Paige to win. Either way, I was very satisfied and happy that those won. Of course, Iron Man. And you ain't gonna see the Elite versus Death Triangle uh, versus House of Black on that list. Fuck House of Black. I've said it once. I've said it a thousand times. I hold hate in my heart. Because of Malachi. Because no, of Malachi. Um, yeah, no, definitely the number one one will be the House of Black getting the t- the champions, um, the trio's championship from the Elite. 
but the guns retaining was my fa- was my second favorite match of the night. Honestly, get the fuck I, out of here. I I knew the guns had to retain get if they the wanted to, no, if they wanted to keep their heel run like they did, and it was such a short run. If we cut it already, it would have been uh, it would have been worth it wouldn't have been worth the acclaim losing. The acclaim could have lost then to FTR if FTR was going to come back during that match at the end of the match. I, I f- you know what I mean? Like it I feel like I feel like it would have been a lot better if the guns snuck the win out in this fatal four way match, and then the acclaim and then FTR came out. Right. Well, I mean, you know, they didn't. I feel like it would have. I would have. I would have appreciated the guns winning more. That them do that them doing the simple. Oh, they we had a very we, good match, and then we, and then Dan but the, but, the, but the but the thing is though, it's like when they won, it's like oh they hit it with the they ain't no fucking referee in the back watching a monitor come that's able to run out there and go. You're disqualified because you hit him with the belt. No, this was the fuck. Yeah. If I was a referee in pro wrestling, I would be the most on top of my shit referee of all. Like I'd be running out there for interferences, sending people to the back. Disqualified motherfuckers. If I had seen a ten count happening, I'm counting to ten, calling for the bell. I'd go in the ring with the ref. I'd have Vince in my ear go, "What the fuck are you doing?" Yeah. Or I have Tony in my ear going, "Oh, okay, I see, but yeah, please stop." <clears throat> yeah. Now, <clears throat> the guns needed to retain. The guns needed to retain. They needed their their. Their defense, their title defense, to last a lot longer than those few weeks after getting the acclaim uh, over, you know, winning the belts over the acclaim. Yeah. So I was very happy with the guns retaining. I would have been shocked if we gave it to Danhausen and Orange Cassidy. I mean, I knew that was a throwaway, but you know, otherwise the acclaimed had to retain. You know, I mean, the acclaimed listen, had to get listen, their belts Danhausen back. Danhausen only has or, enough room in his backpack for one belt. Yeah, I understand that, but you know, and also like with Jay Lethal and stuff. Like, no one really wants to see Jeff Jarrett and Jay Lethal hold. Those those tag team goals. Maybe no one tag wants, team. No one wants to see them in general at the moment, really. Yeah, I mean Jay Lethal for sure. I would like to see more and more, but Jeff Jarrett not not so much. But no, like let me like I was saying, you know, I, I'm 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 happy that the guns retained, and you know the only other possibility if FTR was going to come out no matter what was them versus the Acclaim, which would still been a very good match. But now we got FTR and the guns. We got them for double or nothing. I, you know, and that's so it seems. So I'm pretty excited it about seemed, that. Yeah, it, that's what it seems so far, and it, it seems like uh, they just got to not hurt themselves before the match. Yeah, I know. Dax already did that by opening himself up on. We on don't even know how. His knee, the guy's knee. One of the knees hit him right in the elbow. I guess it's right, padding. The, right in the eye. I, yeah, in the um, eyebrow. Eyebrow. Thank not you. Not the elbow. Yeah. And uh, I know I was pointing with my head, but anyway, um, you know that that uh, that itself is is um, ought to be a really good uh, tag team. But now again. Do the guns retain is the real question. Because if they retain from the FTR and FTR lose against the guns, not once now, but this would be the twice. This would be the second time. The guns' reign then could be one of the best reigns in a healed tag team division so far for AEW. Which honestly is a good thing for AEW as a brand. Because now it's going to give AEW a different type of look and letting actual homegrown talent get more told, a better story. I mean, honestly, like MJF's homegrown talent. We got now the Guns' homegrown talent. The Claims' homegrown talent. Samoa Joe is not homegrown talent. But he was he's the TNT champion, and now he's the ROH champion. Well, and if you, on top of that, you know, you, you, had, you have Hobbs, so that's cool. Wardlow, that's good. And then, you know, we have uh, All Atlantic with Orange Cassidy and nope, stuff like that. Nope, not the All Atlantic. All, all International, whatever the fuck we're calling it now. It's pretty much the UIC belt of, of fucking 
of WCW 2.0 over here. And um, that's what AEW is uh, every week is trying to be like. But um, on top of that, you know, it, it, it's it's nice to see that he's trying to get more of his homegrown talent that push, you know, that that, you know, MJF has kind of been saying in, in all of his uh, yeah. pipe bomb uh, conversations with the public. But, um, you know, I, I'm I, no the, the pay-per-view was great. Can I just can I just say that? So I've been to like two or three two local AEW shows on Long Island. Mm-hmm. This will be your first. This will be my first one. The crowd. Can will I be just wild. say, you are in MJF. It is completely different. Yeah, you are in MJF country, and it's not even like. I went there when, when he was in the midst of his feud with CM Punk. Right. We booed the fuck out of Punk. Yeah, I expect that. Fuck I'm Punk. wearing my MJF shirt. We booed the absolute fuck yeah. out of CM Punk. I'm going to try to get a, a scarf for for this thing. I forgot who else we were in. Oh, and also we were, I, was, I went there when we were in the midst of the uh, the Wardlow feud. Yeah. And, that was and we Cody booed. The, no, that was uh, after Cody left. Okay. So we booed the fuck out of uh, Wardlow. We booed the fuck out of Punk. It's so good seeing them in like home home territory. That I like. Oh yeah. Him course. and him and home territory. He is the biggest baby face of all time. Oh yeah, he loves his fans. He is he the loves biggest baby face of all. He welcomes everybody. But you go anywhere else. Yep. Anywhere else. else. Yep, anywhere he's, else. He's, fuck these people. Fuck this. Fuck that. Because yeah, he knows Long Island. Truly, we like we'll, we're we're ride or die with him. We're ride yeah. or die with him. We're number one. We are ride or die with MJF. Yeah. And if you, if anyone says anything differently, then what the fuck are you doing at an AEW show in Long Island? You yeah. don't belong to be here. Exactly. And there's Bailey going. Yeah, I know. I'm gonna, I, I'm gonna shut her up. Uh, but yeah, so um, I'm, I'm excited to, to see uh, the live show and everything for sure. It's gonna be very exciting to see MJF and. Long Island, homegrown, and everything like that. But, you yeah, know, honestly, Revolution definitely, uh, for me, was a 5 out of 5 for you, 4 out of 5, like you said. You know, yeah, that Wardlow match was boring for sure. You know, it was exciting to see Wardlow win and have Samoa Joe go to sleep with his own submission, you know, which was which was great and all. But at the same time, it's just like... You know, what's crazy to think about is, you know, that, is, was, what it is. that was one of two times in the night that happened. Right. Uh... Danielson's bitch ass tapped out to the LaBelle Lock. And the first tap of the night was Moxley. Well, Moxley didn't tap out to his own finisher. No, he didn't tap out to his own finisher. But Samojo fell to his Samojo fell fell to like the it looked like a completed clutch. Yes, his it was. Move. It was. And then, of course, bitch Danielson. ass Danielson. Dookie Danielson. Yeah. So you know what? Next year, if MJF doesn't win the Brian Danielson Award for the wrestling the whatever fucking thing um, D- Dave Meltzer does, whatever awards he does, mm-hmm. this is a lie. Yeah, that award is a lie. MJF is the new Brian Danielson. He beat he beat he beat Brian Danielson. Yeah, but I want to compare. I want to compare him to Danielson. No, he MJF person. is the greatest. Is literally is one of the best AEW wrestlers the company has. Is the best in the world. Is the best in the world. He is the one of the best AEW. He is the new American Dragon. He's not though. He, he is. But you can't you can't compare him. He, I will listen. But you can't because Danielson. And I will MJF always hype up MJF because yeah, MJF great. is great, but one of the best. But you're comparing him to somebody that you don't like. 
by saying that. Oh he no! I, I listen. I'll be. Dragon, I'll be huge. I'll be. I, I love Brian Danielson. No, you just you just said bitch ass Brian Danielson. Listen, listen. So listen. You can't. You can't. No. See now you're teetering. You're, no, you're no, no, no. Listen, I love Brian Danielson. He's a he 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 does he's done great work in WWE. He's done he's done good work in AEW. Wait, but you can't compare him to somebody. Like MJF. But he, he, MJF doesn't wrestle like Brian Danielson. MJF, he wrestles better than you're right. He yeah, wrestles better he's a, than he's a different talent. He's a better talent. He's a different talent. He's you a generational talent. Yeah, you can't compare him Listen. to Brian Danielson. If you're gonna compare him to Brian Danielson, then you're also saying that MJF is a bitch. No, 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 no. I will never say that. But, but I'm, I'm comparing. Oh, he's, he's I'm, the new I'm comparing champion. him. I'm comparing him in terms of being being that like AEW good wrestler is MJF, of course. And people. So that's it. No, no, well, no there's no. There's that was no, that was no, his words. Too. That was his words. Is like, am I now the best? Am I now? Yeah, but he's proved it. Yeah. He's beaten CM Punk. He's beaten Hangman. He's beaten Moxley. He's now beaten so Danielson. He's beaten the best and, of the world. So beaten, he became the best of the world. He's been the best. So of if the he, world. but listen, he beat the best of the world because that's what uh, that's what Punk said. So he became the best of the world. So technically speaking, if he beat the American Dragon, shouldn't he now become the American Dragon? No. I would say I would say listen. He's just he's just. Taking these monikers from these people because he's beaten them already. That's what I'm saying. He's literally just like Carmelo Hayes. He's just hanging up another jersey, and that's God all he should be doing. Bless. But that's all he should that's a, be that's doing. A good, that's a good point. That is a good point. Yeah, you're not gonna compare. I don't. I'm not gonna compare Jordan's game to Scottie Pippen. I'm not gonna compare LeBron and Kobe. There's no comparison. Kobe's well, a different animal. LeBron's a different animal. People compare LeBron and Kobe all the time, but they shouldn't because they're two different beings. They play in two different styles. MJF doesn't wrestle people, nor portray people himself. People compare. Right, but MJF doesn't wrestle nor portray himself or act like Brian Danielson in any way, shape, or form in and out of the ring. Well, MJF, you well, well you you could definitely team. still you could still definitely compare him. You can't drawing power. No, yeah, you can. MJF's more has more drawing power than Daniel Bryanson. Many people voted for MJF over him. Of course, we all we all so agree. You can't compare him, is what I'm saying. Yeah, you can. You, can't you can still compare. To Brian, no, because you can compare. You're taking. Then you're taking no, you're not. Yes, you no, are. You're, you're not. No, you're there. not. You're making him go down. No, you're not. No, you're not. I'm not comparing him to Punk. I'm not comparing him to Moxley. I'm not comparing him to. Hank these are these are all these are all, le- all, these, these are all legendary. Complain. These are all legendary people in their own right. But yeah, but you can, you can still definitely compare these people. Like you saying you can't compare them is just like it's you just can. wild. Yeah, you can. No way. Yeah, you There's can. no way you can compare them. Yeah, you can. They have totally different styles. Okay, you're, you're looking. You're looking at what aspect though? You have to. You I'm have looking to, at them as a whole. No, you're not. You're only. I'm look, looking at them on my all, all you've, all you've, all, all, all you've, all you've, all you've ever said was, "Oh, I'm looking at them at them at style." At their style, their Are style. Are you looking at MJF's pr- promo skills as weaker or as the same as M- uh, as Brian Danielson? Better. Okay. But you have to you so you then, can, you, then you can you compare them MJF though. Is better. You can compare them though. You can't. You still can compare them. But then you're saying that his, his no, his you're not. No, you're not. Is also like Danielson. But listen, listen. When you compare something, you have to look at it and then you can pick who's better. That's what comparing something is. You're not. You're you're looking at everything and finding the result. You're not comparing something and immediately bringing something down to something's level. That's not how comparing something works. Yeah, but it it's, it, no, like it's that. not. It's not. You can still compare something and know something's better. It's like a Kia to a Tesla. You can compare them 
see how each does on each does a mileage range this and the third it's like of course you know one is going to do a lot better than the other but maybe there's other things that one does over the other that doesn't what would you say then brian danielson's things that he does that mjf doesn't then nothing because fuck brian danielson but listen, you can still compare, though. All I'm saying is, you can still compare. I wouldn't even bother. MJF's on his own talent. MJF's of course, he's a new American Dragon. He, I wouldn't even give he's him a new, moniker. He's a new best of the world. I wouldn't give him that moniker. Listen, he is... I feel like that's without, below him. That's beneath him. He's so above that that he doesn't even need to say, I'm the but best just, in the world. But just because he could do it, though... He he definitely would because yeah, he, he, he knows he knows it would get under someone's skin. Oh yeah, yeah. He knows sure. it would get, which is why we got to do it as MGF fans. We got to get under the, the skin of all these other fucking people. I, I would just say who that still he, doubt who still doubt MJF. I would just say that MJF is better, and clearly his his performance in and out of the ring proved that each and every week. You gotta show support. I'm, wa- I'm watching AW Dynamite besides everyone else that's there on the card, men and women. But when I hear MJF is going to be there, I'm even more excited to watch on Wednesday. Same with Rampage. If he showed up on a Friday, I'm 100% not missing it because MJF's going to be there. That will never happen anymore. It will never happen, but I'm just saying, if he were to go to Rampage one day for whatever reason, then that would be that would be the case itself. The Garbage. Right. Garbage. Uh, so yeah, you know. Otherwise, like I, I, I feel like I feel like that's almost kind of saying like, oh, he, they, they, you know, they have some type of similarities and stuff like that in some aspect. When I don't, I don't think MJF has any type of similarities to any of his opponents that he's ever wrestled. He's been better than them in and out of the ring, technically wise, promo skill wise. I will, I rather see him every single week do a promo, and that's all he does, than see him wrestle against. Another Moxley uh, or another. He kind of, ha- he, you know what it is. It's like if you look at the story of, he takes bits and pieces of the people he wrestles. Oh yeah, and he makes and, it real, and he brings it into the thing. Yep. He is like, a, like a you could definitely, you could definitely see, like and that's like Seth Rollins. You could definitely see different aspects of each of the opponents he takes, yeah. like their trait. Like if you want to compare the two, then I guess maybe comparing him to Seth. In that aspect, yeah. How so, Seth? Because Seth Seth plays great mind games. Like when he came out to Cody Rhodes, he dressed up as the American as the American Dream, Dusty Rhodes. When he faced Roman Reigns, he came out in the Shield uniform with the Shield music, getting into Roman Reigns' head. Every single one of his opponents, he comes out to in, in some type of outfit or stance or entrance. To get in your head, and throughout that, before, except for Riddle, he just brought up his family. Yeah, yeah, okay, but that's that's another good point. That there's and then in promo skills, him and MJF are kind of similar like that, like that. So yeah, all right, I get, I guess I do see your point in a way, but I don't know. Yeah. To me, to me, comparing him against Moxley or or or, or, or saying that now he is the best in the world because he's beaten Punk. Now we can use well, he's moniker. always been the best in the world, but now yeah, he, he but has like, the right to that moniker. Yeah, but like he don't he don't need that moniker. I feel like I feel like he don't even need it. But the he, fact that he he has it, but there. the fact that he has it though, yeah, it's, just little, it's always great. It's always on his trophy it's always great yeah, to see. Sure. It's always great to see. But sure. um, moving on because we still got Raw, we still yeah. got SmackDown. Um, yeah, no, we do we do have all of that. But yeah, no. Um, otherwise, yeah, I, I wanted to touch quickly on House of Black. Uh, I wanted to stick with AEW for a little bit longer and end with WWE this week. Uh, I mean, happy. I mean, happy days, man. I Listen, I'm happy. But I'm happy not as the same way that you're happy. 
you're unhappy because it's Malachi Black getting a championship after what he did to you personally. But at the same time, I'm happy that we're finally getting brand new trios tag team champions. Because I was getting tired of the elite. I was getting tired of them coming out like Roman Reigns. If they win and, next week, and, what were you going to do? Dumb. Then what was <laughs> the fucking point? they win next week. That was the fucking point. If they like, win like, next no, week. No, I, I think they're retaining on, in Winnipeg. I think that them now becoming the champions now elevates the trio. Well, Winnipeg is, is also Wednesday. is Cody's, is now Kenny's place. Yes, Kenny's home and Jericho to an extent. Jericho's a New York boy. Let's yeah, be real here. Yeah, I Going back to my point, what I was saying is that I'm, I'm happy we finally got new Trios Tag Team Champions because, you know, I, I don't know about everybody else. I don't know how you feel about it, but I feel like I was getting bored with the Elite. And, and now that we have the House of Black, it brings a new, a little bit of a pizzazz uh, to the so, Trio ti- titles. I'd rather see them on Death Triangle still so, at the same time. I, they, they, for, me, for me, the Elite don't bring, they do the same rigmarole in-ring competition for every single one of their opponents that you could almost call it to where you know they're going to of course is that like is that like pro wrestler guerrilla style but with like not so much jericho but it's starting to become more like that with the jericho appreciation society but with dead triangle with um top flight and ar fox with house of black new faces so you haven't really seen them do their stuff as much well yeah it, it, it it all just seems fresh well, yeah, I mean, like JAS, he's been around. Like they even said it on Wednesday, they've been around for a year. Yeah, even after, like even it, it, even a year, something could get stale. Like let's, six let's be let's, to get stale. Let's be real here. Like the elite, that AEW is their company. Elites, right, it, right, elites right. in the name. Like right. no one will ever truly get tired. I think the problem with the elite though is that this new reign that they had, like towards the end of it. Like, Kenny had visa issues. Right. Like, it just felt like there were some bad clicks mm-hmm. here and there. Like, Kenny wasn't on... They, they, weren't even, they weren't wrestling for, like, two, three weeks after they won the belt. Right. So, it was just like... Were they? No, I don't think... I think I think the Jacksons were. They had the match against A.R. Fox. No, we were in that. Kenny was there. No, I don't think he was. Kenny was there. With no, Fox. Yes. no, because that was later on. That was like a two weeks after that. Remember they had, no, it was Top Flight. Remember it was just the Jacksons in Top Flight. Well, that was just a regular tag team. Yeah. It wasn't a trio. Kenny wasn't there. No, he didn't need to be. But you know, the reason he wasn't there is because. because of the visa situation. Yeah, yeah, he was right, like, right. They just won the championship. So like a couple weeks, they should all be together. Yeah, but you know, like, Kenny's, Kenny's situation is a lot different than Jackson. But, but you know, you know, you know, Izzo is like when you just win a championship and the, like you guys aren't even there showing the championship off. It kind of is just like, okay, what was the point of winning if you're not even going to be together? But now, do you feel the same way with how when we saw MJF win at Full Gear, then him kind of not showing? That's up? just character. Right, but but the elite's character, the 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 elite seem like very hardworking. They're the hardworking, always want to impress the fans, be their type of people. So it's just like like it was stuff out of their control that kept them apart. Mm-hmm. MJF, he's not gonna be there because fuck everyone but Long Island, you know. Right. Like let's be real. And here. I don't know why he's having his bar mitzvah at, at Winnipeg instead of Long. Because it's his birthday. That's actually yeah, his birthday. Yeah, just have a birthday celebration. Do the rebar mitzvah. Do the whole. Well, it's supposed to happen on your birthday. I know, but like, let's just postpone it. MJF, you're listening. Postpone that shit nah, for Long Island. No, nah, let him do it. Let, let... Why? You don't understand how many people are going to come 
to watch. We're gonna come so fucking early. Of course. To this show. Of course. To do the rebar mitzvah with him. We might break through the guardrails and go in the fucking ring with him and hang him high. Like, seriously. We will be. Of course. We'll all bust it up. But we. So excited for this. uh, I think he. Like, he has. Definitely has something planned, which seems amazing. Yeah. And of course. I don't even know the card for our show because it's so far out. Yeah, still. at the at the moment we have no idea. It's so f- pretty far out. Yeah, about yeah, about two more weeks. But oh god, I'm so excited. Yeah, but going back to your point with the elite characters and. But stuff. it's just like, the like the elite, it just had like they had like a couple missteps, mm-hmm. where it's just like they weren't really seen. The belts weren't really seen. Mm-hmm. So it's just like, what's the point of giving them the belts? I think I, I think even too one week they didn't come out with the belts. Mm-hmm. So it's like, what's well, the... they were also coming out with the Kenny was coming out with the yeah, uh, but he wasn't coming out with the trio. So like, what was the point? Right. What was the point of winning it then? So, but like even even still, even still, personal bias aside, very happy to see Brody King and Buddy Matthews win the belt. I don't know who their I forgot who their partner was. Fuck their partner, Malachi Black. I I don't know who that fuck is. But I'm glad that the house of I'm glad that the I'm glad that the house I'm glad I'm glad that the house I'm glad that the house of Brody King and Buddy Matthews the house of Brody King and Buddy Matthews with bitch ass Malachi Black won the trios championship. I can do whatever the fuck I want in America, okay? Until Malachi Black breaks through that goddamn door and spinning roundhouse kicks my face off. I'm good to do whatever the fuck I want. And I listen, I'd love the day for us to sit down, hash out our differences. I'm going to tell you this right now. He probably don't even know who the fuck you are. Listen. Nor does he even remember that incident. You're going to have to jog his memory. But what's really funny, and going to WWE just quickly, Cody Rhodes did the same thing to, to Jimmy Uso on Friday. He chucked he the grabbed, beer. He grabbed someone's beer while the guy was filming and chucked it at him. But the camera panned. Away from him after he grabbed the beer, but and Sammy threw Jay over the guardrail, and then when Sammy was going over the guardrail, you could see this big splash, uh, and everything right behind Sammy's head. But the beer was went throwing... on on Jimmy. Okay, yeah. See the beer. It did... was a similar situation. The, no, 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 no. The, the no, beer didn't go on Cody. Went on you. The beer went on me. Okay. Yeah, well, that's called good reflexes. The beer <laughs> went on me, and so you know what. Go good reflexes. I, I say Don't this. be mad at Malachi. Be I mad say at Cody. You should be mad I, at Cody. No, no, fuck. Malachi threw the beer. He didn't have to. Yeah, he but Cody ducked. He could have went up and dumped it on Cody's head. Yeah, but Cody He ducked. went up dumped it on Cody's head. Listen, listen. I say I say to, to, make, to make it right, to make a, a do right, I got to join the House of Black. I'll be in the House no, of no, Black. No, 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 no. I'll be in the fucking the House, House of Black. Black. You're not joining the uh, House of Black. You just disrespect imagine, the House of Imagine Black. if they let me in the House of Black. <laughs> if they let you in the House of Black, I'm going to make sure that we play this episode where you disrespected them. And, oh, I'd uh, let them know. I'd let, I'd let them know. Listen, I, I've been disrespected. I feel I felt disrespected. So I've been <laughs> saying it's a disrespectful thing. <laughs> I've been out here disrespected. I'm, yeah, listen, I'm going I'm to I'm own my haterness. I'm going to own my play hate of the year award. Listen, I'm on my Booker T shit right now, okay? And they're the uh, new day. Oh, my God. I, I am, I I am Jay Uso, early 2022, and they are Sami Zayn. <laughs> They're Sami Zayn, Kevin Owens, Cody Rhodes. I am player hater of the century when it comes to House of Black. But I'm willing to let bygones be bygones. You love me the blue.
But uh, going on to Monday uh, Night Raw. I'm so dead. That was so funny. Going on to Monday Night Raw. That was so funny. I can't even with you. <laughs> I want to be a part of the group that I disrespect so much. Listen, listen. Listen, listen. Nah, listen, it's the truth. But anyway, um, no, overall revolution. If you haven't seen it, guys, go Definitely watch it. Definitely watch it. It was, it was so good. such a great first pay-per-view of AEW starting off the show. And I'm going to say it here like I've been saying it everywhere else. If Tony Khan continues to do great pay-per-views and starts getting a hold of Dynamite and Rampage, there's a good chance that he could be 2023's Booker of the Year. For sure. For sure. There's no, there should be no hesitation. You know, with, with everything going on with Papa H and, and Vinnie Mac, um, you know, I'm torn a little bit between all of that. But generally speaking, it is 100%. Um, you know, we, we have to, we have, you know, you, you're going to have to give it to Tony if he keeps on, if he keeps on giving us shows, like we've been saying, uh, he, he, he will have to get the, the Booker of the Year award. But so yes, going on to Monday Night Live, we, uh, Monday Night Raw, we, I did a live, it was my first, um, I saw, YouTube, I saw. uh, live event. If you guys missed it, it's on the, uh, YouTube channel. Go check also, out the link in uh, the, uh, real description quick, here below. Real quick, um, who the fuck let Vanessa Hutchins have that Snoop Dogg belt? What are you talking about? There's a clip. Uh, the other day, she had the belt that WWE gave to Snoop Talk. Did she steal it? Oh, uh, no. I guess she borrowed it, but... Or she got her own, but still. Yeah, maybe she got her own. Which is interesting. I didn't know Van- Vanessa Hutchins was a fan of WWE, but that's... That's always fun. I didn't know either until I saw that. Yeah, that's interesting. But um, so yeah, Monday night, um, we get um, Jimmy. Uh, oh shit, can you yeah? Can you pull up the card by any chance? I am very much trying to pull up the card at the moment. Yeah, I know. I know. Like the big things that happened were um, the biggest thing that really happened throughout the whole entire show, besides Austin uh, and John Cena, yeah. was that Jay finally made a decision. Jay finally made the decision that he's going to go with the bloodline. He tricked us all by going with Sami Zayn and uh, hugging him, telling him that he trusts him, then throwing up the one sign. After that, a few moments later, he gives him a nice big sweet chin music right to the right to the jaw, knocking him down, pulling him into the ring. And so that solo, Jimmy and Jay can all beat up on him. And, of course, Cody steps in to save the day. Uh, and that's how Raw ended. But um, the show... Started as well with. Um, There's also a non title match, Bianca Belair with Carmella versus right. Chelsea Green. Yeah, that was actually a good match. Um, and then Oscar came out. Oscar came out. She looked like an art gallery host uh, in her little outfit that she had. If you watch it, it oh no, fuck! I I met one single art gallery host, but she Green came mess. out. She came out in high heels. Tried running. Tell down me an art gallery head. host. They're coming she out there spitting green mist at people's face. running in high heels, realized that that's a bad idea, and then walk-ran her way to the end. Also, can I just say this? Because you said something a while back at the Rumble about Chelsea Green, and it was a waste because she, she, yeah. fe- she ain't featured. IT. Look at her now. I know, and now she's going to have uh, a tag team run, it looks like, with Carmella. Look at her now. And honestly, I'm actually excited for this. Look at her now. I am genuinely excited for the possibility that these two women could hold WWE gold. I am genuinely excited. 
I I honestly could see it happen. Omos beat the fuck out of Ziggler. Yeah, Omos and Ziggler match. Uh, we also had, uh, like I said, Jimmy and Sammy. Sammy had to finish. Uh, Jimmy had to finish the, uh, the Sammy Zayn problem and everything. But of course, let's talk about the biggest thing really of Monday Night Raw besides Jay and, and Sammy, which we'll touch upon again. Is John Cena came out. It was John Cena's reunion. So- uh, and he was in Boston. We I, were in Boston, Massachusetts, and uh, he came out. And of course, I, who came out was Austin Theory. I gotta say, I gotta say this: when he came out, I was watching that, and he, like he always did the little speech of the camera. Yeah. Of course, he thanked the fans for twenty plus years of just allowing him to go to work. And unfortunately, Stu wasn't at work. Yeah, he had to take. He's a, day a little off. older. He, he got the day off. He needs the rest. Thank you, Papa H, for letting him take the day off. Rest, yeah. relax. Mania's coming up, so that big paycheck. Yeah, is- right. Yeah, Papa H, put that motherfucker in uh, in Mania for John Cena's uh, yeah. entrance. There doesn't need to be a special John Cena entrance besides Cena walking from the back with Stu, looking at Stu and goes, Stu, I thank you. I can't believe it. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Them hugging out. And then Sue and Cedar bolt to the ring. <laughs> I want to see. I want to see. You know what? Special. Uh, you know what? Special John Cena entrance. I want Stu to be the one coming out to do the entrance. And, and John's holding the camera. John's holding the camera. All right, John. It's time I go to work. And then Stu just takes the camera from John, and just like, okay. <laughs> it's time. It's time. Yeah, yeah. No, that's that would be funny. But no. Uh, Austin Theory came out and challenged. Um, Cena. John for the United States Championship. And that was but a first, great promo that but, Cena did. But first he said no. Yeah, he, he's like, listen. It's not worth it. This is a lose-lose for you. Yeah. Because if I beat you, right. you have nothing. Yes. But if you beat me, you, have you lose. Yeah. What are you going to do? You're going to come out here and you're going to be by yourself. Yep. What are you going to say? What are you going to do? There's yep. going to be no one holding your hand. Nope. And it's so true. Cena is, without a doubt, like, he has good, pro- he has great, but he really, he has really good promos. Yeah. Like if we think back a couple years when he had that promo, when he was in that promo battle against Roman Reigns, and Roman was just like stuttering. He's like, "Listen, Roman, it's called a promo. Yeah, it's you just, should know it by now. You should have read the script, buddy. Come on, <laughs> breaking down the fourth wall here. <laughs> like, listen, Cena is like top tier when it comes to promo games. Yeah, I, know, I he's love also C- done that with The Rock. He was like, I don't need to come out here and dribble and and write. Things on my wrist just to remember them, like you do. Oh, yeah, because because you know what's funny about that they, story? They caught it on, on camera. camera behind. Yeah, in, yeah. in the um in the gorilla unit, they were like, "Oh, uh, do you not notice that Rock has shit read, written on uh, written written on his hand on his wrist?" And John was like, "Seriously?" And he looked and he was like, "Oh, okay." And then that's when he came out and he was just like, "I'm gonna use this shit against him." <laughs> oh, back then there was hate. Yeah, no, there was hate. Yeah. Yeah, no, for but, sure. But uh, funny, did you? So I saw a post mm-hmm. where it was the I believe it was Hogan raising the Rock's hand. Mm-hmm. Oh yes, then yes, it yes. was Cena getting rock, his hand yeah, raised by, by the Rock, and now it's Cody getting his hand raised from uh, Cena. Yeah, no, so it, it's, it's not, so so. I guess that means Roman. Like that's another thing that Roman has to do still. No, is Roman has. Like he, like like, I'm a huge like I'm a huge Roman Reigns fan, of course, my travel god. But uh, Cena picked the face of the company. Yeah, and I it mean, wasn't all, the man with the nine hundred. 
it wasn't the man with the 900 plus day title reign. No. That's another thing that like Roman Cody could bring up. It's like, listen, you might have beaten him, yeah, but he chose me. Yeah. I left for six years, started another company, yep. came back, and he still chose, chose me. me. Right. Yeah. No. Yeah. Absolutely. And, and and that is something that I would definitely use against Roman in these next couple of weeks going into. Yeah. Maybe. Really. Really. Because that that is a big. That is a big differentiator for for who really runs the face of WWE for the fans. This isn't just a match for the undisputed WWE Universal Heavyweight Championship. This is the face of a new generation. This is the match to determine the face of the company. Yeah. And and among other things. If Roman wins, let's say this, because there's a possibility he will. He will be undisputed. He will be the undisputed face of the WWE. If Cody wins, mm-hmm. Cody Rhodes is the face of the WWE. But it means more than that, though. There's more. There's more to it. Than it's that. also the heart and soul of the WWE as well. Yeah, but there's more. There's more to that. Like, yeah, we end the story with him and his father and everything like that. But all, otherwise, we also are seeing a brand new change of pace. We're going to be seeing a lot more of the talent. Getting more pushed over this like is, Chad this is, Gable. This is the, the, the start of a new, like you Baron said, the Corbin. new generation. Uh, we try. No, 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 There's actually a really good theory out there that I saw on, I believe it's called Dropkick, on the Dropkick TikTok guy. And the guy said that Bray's next feud after Bobby should be Baron Corbin. And the reason why is because, I, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to read it. I'm not going to reiterate it to the T, but I'm going to just kind of summarize it is we're getting right now this match between him and Bobby. and Bobby Lashley. And it's all about body image, which is something that Bray Wyatt has struggled with personally in the past, on it in the past as well. So now after he defeats Bobby Lashley, if that is what happens, he could go after Baron Corbin. And like how we had it with John Cena, have Baron Corbin live the ups and the downs of his life. In a Firefly Funhouse In a match? Firefly Funhouse type of setting, not a match but a setting. And that in ultimate will bring Corbin back to where he knows there is no way anyone else can touch him, which is the lone wolf. And he comes back as the lone wolf. And I then think... maybe eventually he comes and joins the Firefly Funhouse as a character. Or That'd be pretty of, cool. I, some listen, type of side gimmick. I would definitely thing. say the return, the, return, the return of a lone wolf-esque character is definitely needed yeah, for, for Baron, Baron Corbin. For sure. He's a talented guy. He Great really talent. is. They just... They're just, no, no offense, but they're screwing him over. They really are screwing him over each and every week. Yep. Like. He tried to be the maximum man model thing on Monday, and he had to beat Chad. He lost to Chad Gable. Like, you know, we don't, Baron, Baron needs, he should have stuck with his lone wolf gimmick a little bit longer and had it morph into something a lot more than this King King uh, Corbin and Happy Corbin and, and Poor Corbin and all this other bullshit gimmick that we've had because, yeah, you know, he's at one, he, first of all, he's a safe worker. He will, is willing to do whatever the company says at a drop of the hat. He does not care. He loves his job. He's ha- he's great to be around from what I hear. You know, and, and, and you know what's so annoying is he's a great person. You know what's so annoying is you have these people who's like, oh, just get rid of Baron Corbin already. What if I went into your job and said, oh, right. you suck. We're yeah. going to get, get rid, get of, rid of John right now. Yeah, get rid of him. Get rid yeah. of He sucks. Yeah. Bear Corbin's been doing whatever they told him for the past however many years he's yep. been there. Yep. I say I say this. T- 
take 2023, really build them up. 2024, yeah. I want to see them with some gold. Some world title gold. Yeah. I would, you know what? Not for nothing. Let's start him over with the tag team. He deserves nah, it. Nah, I think. You, you, I, I don't want if, him to see the IC culture. If, if he's the lone wolf. Is he, the United he, States would be cool. Start him off with the United States, but I'd love to see him with the world in the, in, in the world title picture. Really, in the world title hunts. Yeah, that would be nice to see him rechallenge Cody he could Rhodes. Be, he could be a, definitely a, a top main event heel. Yeah, for sure. He I could. could definitely see that. He could, absolutely. No, um, you know, again, it's um, it sucks that Baron keeps getting these really shitty pushes and, and not really having a lot of fans really fuck with him, you know. Um, unless this is, this is what we've been waiting for this whole time. This is what's been going on. JBL leaving him, him now having a slump again, trying to figure out who he is, going to just randomly pop in on certain matches and try to get a victory over so that way he has some type of morale and, and self-dignity for himself. And then eventually, uh, you know, Bray sees all of this and then starts to give him the, the real push that he needs to come back as this kick-ass person that he's always been, you know? Yes. Yeah. I wholeheartedly agree. What are you looking up over there? I'm just looking at... Uh, the raw results good a minute, but um, not really other interesting. There was Johnny the, Gargano and um, Finn Balor. Yeah, that Finn was Balor. Cool. That was a good match. Johnny got the win on that. Uh, Nikki Cross and Piper Devin. That was a quick match for Piper. Who cares? Yeah. Um, you ready to move out to SmackDown? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We can we can start talking about SmackDown because um, it's funny you brought up uh, Finn Balor. Well, actually, before we get before we get to SmackDown. The biggest news, of course, of NXT, I, I don't really watch NXT, Oh, is the fact that Grayson Waller and Shawn Michaels had their meeting. And they're not having a match. And they're not having the match, but who is? Is Johnny, Johnny Gargano. Gargano. And not go. for nothing, that match ought to be really, really good. I'm excited. I, I'm, I'm excited I'm, for Stand and Deliver. Yeah, I'm going to probably be missing it, unfortunately, due to work. But generally speaking, um, I think that, um, that that one's definitely going to be one of the bigger um, matches of the night to, to watch out. As so, well as... Carmelo Hayes is going to yeah. have a match, I hear. And they're also teasing Carmelo coming to the new and improved Hurt Business. Oh, I'm so, excited. Yeah. so, real quick, can I just say this? We brought up Finn Balor. He's a judgment day. Yeah. Uh, We're listen, seeing him tomorrow. I thought I was player hater of the year. But Dominic Mysterio definitely Hates could him. be 2023 player hater of the year. Because... Yeah. First off, congratulations, Rey Mysterio. Yes, congratulations, First Ray. Hall of Fame induction. Of 2023. First person inducted into Hall of Fame, 2023. Many, many great blessings for you, But son. your son, yeah. your player hater of the century, yeah. is going to fuck that up. Yeah. He's going to throw you off that goddamn stage. Yeah, I wonder if he's going to interrupt this feud. He should. He honestly should. I feel like that, like, I've seen a lot of rumors where that's going to be make all break all where Ray Mysterio snaps and demands a match of Mania and it's gonna be Ray and Dom at Mania night two it doesn't matter night, what night, night one stack it doesn't matter what night what night it's on I, we just gotta see it already mm-hmm. yeah. we just have to see it already yeah we need to see it happen he keeps coming out every week he literally came out right when he was about to start speaking after being told that he's gonna be the first inductee in the Hall of Fame and, and called him a uh, Hall of Fame deadbeat father. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> like, you know. He said he should have been Eddie's son. Yeah, he should have yeah, that real. That's what Ray was like, oh, you didn't mean, you didn't mean that. You didn't mean that. Because, you know, there was hate behind that statement. 
And you know that also begs the question about Vicky Guerrero. You know, going on to this with her. Second, I, I think her contract is ending is, this year, and and but it's, it's, it's not being renewed by it's AEW. Not, you know what it is? It's not. She doesn't want it. It's not ending in time. It's not. It's, I thought I it's don't, ending in April. Yeah, but it's not. Listen, April first. I mean, yeah, but Tony Khan's willing to be like, okay, if you're two days after this or a week after, and you want to be the one to induct Ray because of everything between Eddie and him, go ahead. I don't think Tony's gonna be like no. Yeah, fuck of course, you. John. Like Chris Jericho appeared on the John Cena. Chris Jericho and Daniel Bra- and Brian Danielson yeah. appeared for to celebrate John Cena, of course. Yeah. So I, I, I mean, there, if, there, if there is always a chance will it to work. Yeah, and I, and you know what? Honestly, if I don't know who else you would have really, but if it's not gonna be some other crazy legend that you know maybe, uh, you know, uh, Conan or whatnot, the the Conan the the barbarian or whatnot, whatever we keep calling Conan. Him. Yeah, Conan. Um, we, just code it. Yeah, I just code it. Right? I think it was just code it. Just code it. And um, yeah, it has it, ha- it has to be it has to be Vicky. Vicky and Chavo. V- yeah, Chavo has to show up for this. If Vicky can't, Chavo has to, because the, the Guerreros and Ray, their whole story. You know who? You know is, who, you is know. So memorable. So highly it's unlikely. Important. Highly unlikely. But you know who could induct Ray? Batista. And then Ray, then like a couple people down, Ray ducks Batista to the Hall of Fame. Yeah, but do you think that's more important than Vicky or Chavo inducting him? Eddie's career made such a difference and such an impact on WWE. But that's but that's what you're doing. But that's have, but that's the thing though. Yeah, but if Eddie, but if Eddie's but that's gone, but that's the thing though. You're boiling Ray's career down to just oh he he got this way due to Eddie. No. But 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 by together, but by saying but by saying though oh, Ray needs a Guerrero because of Eddie because of Eddie yeah the story because of Eddie it's just you're you're pretty much saying that Ray's Hall of Fame career was only due to Eddie Guerrero which no, I no. would I would say I would say Ray had an amazing singles career of after course. Eddie but you, and even during Eddie's but, career but but even but. After that, too, you all, we all remember the friendship of Batista and Yeah, but this and, is and family, is what I'm saying. That's why it makes such a big, important statement. Of course. Eddie and Ray are family. This isn't like, this isn't Batista and him, where he could just be inducted by, by, by Dave. And Dave being like, listen, buddy, we had great moments, blah, blah, blah. We, would, we, we, we ran SmackDown Division as Tag Team Champions. We had a little uh, nice rivalry back in 09, etc., etc. This is This is Chavo and Vicky. Bringing up a, a, a memorable moments of between him and Ray, Eddie Ray always talks about Eddie, even still to this day, and and tells stories about him to the locker room and everything in between. So that is why it it should be Vicky or Chavo. I mean, if it is Batista, great, cool. But like, it doesn't make sense if it's like Triple H, you know, like Ric Flair. Let's try to see what um. But the, the other possibility is that Mick Foley has been called upon to do an induction of some sort for this Hall of Fame. So I, I did don't see know, that. I, I don't know who it's going to be, which means these next couple of weeks, so Monday, yeah, Monday will be the second induction. So Vicky, Vicky is out. Her contract expires in July. In July. In July. That's All way right. too soon. It's way too soon. But I still think that if she were to ask, Tony Maybe. would be very lenient and be like, absolutely. I don't think Tony's gonna be like, no, you gotta finish it out at home, or whatever, because she, she doesn't. It seems from the articles that I read about it, she doesn't even seem to want to come back to wrestling after this few moment, after these couple last couple. She's of done months. it all. Yeah, 
She's done it all. I, and you she's know, been great. You know, you know. I, I'll, I'll say this. I think Vicky needs to go to the Hall of Fame too. Yes. Let's be let's be real here. Let's be real here. She was one Ed of the. She was one of the. <laughs> no, he's still mad that she she cheated on him with Big Show. Yeah. And of all the people, she chose Big Show. Yeah. All right. Big Show. All right, baby. Big old Paul. I guess he was showing big in the right department. I'll say that. Yeah. But um. Vicky, Vicky had one of the best heel authority runs. Yeah. Excuse me. When you heard excuse, I remember watching SmackDown and hearing excuse me, and I wanted to chuck my TV out. Yeah. Michael Cole would say something. Thank God. Thank God. JBL would say something. When I heard that that hip-hop beat hit for Teddy Long, and him him dancing out, holla, holla, holla. I was so happy, but when I heard, excuse me, oh, God, this bitch again. Yeah, Michael Cole, JBL, we all had great reactions. Oh, brother, this guy stinks. Yeah, no, I I, I, I would love to know who's going to induct her. Um, You know, is it Ray? Is it Chavo? You know what I mean? Like, do we keep it in that type of family? Because Ray inducted Eddie with Vicky yeah. and Chavo yeah. and the kid. So, like, it was a big moment. So, now are we going to continue that great moment and see it happen unfold again? Yeah. Do we see maybe a video package of Eddie talking to Ray? Possibly. All those things, of course, these are just things I'm throwing out in the wind. Hopefully, something picks up. But, generally speaking, I, I do think it's either going to be Chavo or Vicky that's going to induct him in the ceremony. And, of course, if Dominic wants to fuck around, he can, he find can show out. up. He could show up and Chavo and him get into a little spat. And that also breaks Ray and says, you know what? Fine. You want your match? See you imagine, at WrestleMania. Imagine if, um, imagine if it and is Chavo like, comes out WrestleMania. No, imagine if, um, so imagine if it's like Chavo, Vicky, and Batista. They're all there for Ray. That's awesome. Dob comes out and Ray's like, I'm not going to touch you. And Batista goes, he ain't, but kicks him in the gut and fucking Batista bombs his ass off the stage. Bro. You see mommy running out there? Bro. This wasn't planned. This wasn't planned. <laughs> that would be funny. That, I would I would pay top dollar Yo. to be in the front Yo. row and have my camcorder right there to be like, that shit really just happened. That shit really just happened. Damn, boy, you just got knocked the fuck out. Yeah, no way. But uh, we'll, we'll, we'll now speaking of Ray and everything in SmackDown. Yeah, we had the uh, Intercontinental... Number one fatal five way, which Seamus McIntyre both—they're calling it co- that a controversial ending. We all know we're getting a triple threat, right? But I don't even want the story then of this possibility of a singles match. Then, you know what I mean? Like if if Drew and Seamus both won Friday, we're gonna now get Seamus Dr- and Drew next Friday, which is confirmed, oh, just, just... and that winner is going to give us the the person for Gunther. But we still have another week before for it to change, being that Friday of WrestleMania Night 1's Eve, where it'll be Sheamus throws his hat in there, and maybe Pierce is like, okay, let's make it more interesting. Let's have a triple threat. Why don't you just give us the fucking triple threat already? Yeah, really. Instead, I don't want to. I don't want to just see Gunther and, and McIntyre. Excuse me. I don't, I don't want to see um, Sheamus and, Mac- and Gunther. Yeah, it'll be another great banger of a night and everything like that. And, you know, Seamus should win no matter what because of the fact that 
He needs that tri- that triple uh, that uh, the triple crown. Yeah. Like, give it to him already. He deserves it. I mean, Jesus Christ, the man has been a worker for eons now. At this stage of the game, he's another one that's going to be inducted into the Hall of Fame in maybe another two, three years' time. But, you know, we, we, we should give him the, the crown, finally. You know, give Zen McIntyre a, a nice big run coming after Mania. I want to know who's, like, the big headline spot for this for what, Hall, night of, one? Hall of Fame is. Well, that we'll know probably Friday. The Friday of... of Unless it was unless unless Ray's the big well also Stacy's in it supposedly Stacy Keebler, which is nice. Look, good for her. Yeah, good for her, but she's not like the big headline person. No, I mean no, she's not Ray. Also, also no offense. Dave but, was also mentioned. Well, yeah, Dave was supposed well. to be in like year, like a couple years ago. Yeah, like, he was 20... supposed to be mentioned for this one too. He wasn't just supposed to be either inducting or being a host. He was supposed to be a, a Guardy, an listen. actual Hall of Famer. I feel like I feel like if anything next year, when Dave's done with the three Guardians films, next year for sure we might get him. This year I'd hope I'd love I'd love to see Dave Bautista go to the Hall of Fame, but um, Dave. Uh, moving on real quick. I know we have to we we kind of have to rush through. If, no, not really. We're, we're not really? No, we're chilling. Oh, I thought you had something. No, not till four. We're until two o'clock. Yeah, yeah. We still got two. Okay. Hours. <laughs> so um, yeah. I don't know who's gonna be next to the Hall of Fame. Yeah, I, I, you know, I'm curious as well. We'll see like, as the time goes on. No, Great Muta was uh, also um, allegedly considered considered for the WWE Hall of Fame, which would be very interesting because that's that's Triple H working. That's not Vince. It's not, no, you know what it is. It's there's there's been a couple people who've maybe done one spot in the WWE but had a career outside of WWE in the Hall of Fame. Right. There's at least one or two people. I forgot their names. Right. I'm going to try to look it up right now. Yeah. But no, going back to the Sheamus and McIntyre thing, you know, I, I, I truly think that, that they should just give us this triple threat match already and stop beating around uh, beating around the bush and shit. Like, it's getting annoying. I'm, I'm getting sick and tired of this whole every week we got to figure out and hope to God, pray, and all this other bullshit. Like, it's just it's ridiculous. But moving on, we get you to... Know, what? Real quick. What, what? You know what I... Like, speak... Stay at the Hall of Fame one more thing. One more second, and I have to say this: this needs to be said because we caught, we see this every Hall of Fame season. Shut the fuck up about Chris Benoit. I I've seen a couple posts yeah, about Chris well, Benoit needs to go in the Hall of Fame, and it happens yeah, every year. He can't. Just stop. He Just can't. stop. Just He's already stop. In the Hall of Fame. The murderer Hall of Fame. <laughs> He's with the regular serial killer. <coughs> Well, that's hell. And all of them. He's with Dahmer and Ed Gein and Hitler and Hitler and and Mussolini and you know what I mean. Like he's with all of them. He's he has a Hall of Fame spot technically. It's just not with the WWE. Yeah. Any wrestling that needs to, that needs to stop. I, I do see that a couple yeah. times. No, I I agree. I you know I just I, I shut my eyes to it. There's no way he deserves to be after his actions deserves to be in the WWE or any type of wrestling Hall of Fame. No, 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 no. Everything should be. I just saw right. something from uh, TJR Wrestling forty-two minutes ago. Coded will induct. I think we said this before, but Coded apparently. See now that's okay. Coded will induct. Um, right. It has also been announced. Coded will induct Rey Mysterio into the Hall of Fame. Awesome. That's that fine. Is, that's pretty cool. That's dope. That's awesome. That's awesome. Um. Wait. So yeah, breaking news in case you guys haven't seen it yet or heard about it yet, but Conan will be. 
it looks like Conan will Conan will be the one inducting Ray into the 2023 Hall of Fame. Um, but yeah, so continuing on with SmackDown quickly, um, we get um, Jay Jay and Jimmy are the first ones to start off the show before the Fatal Five Way, and he says to Paul that he has he's going to say everything he needs to say in the ring, which he does later on to end the show. Um, after the Fatal Five Way. We had uh, you pulling up the card by any chance? Um, for SmackDown. Yeah, can you pull it up real quick? I, definitely, I'm definitely, definitely. Losing definitely. my train of thought here. I didn't write it down on my phone like I normally do. I, I uh, you normally know, we were a little bit more prepared, but I this has been a very last minute show. Yeah, unfortunately, this episode was a little bit more last minute. It was supposed to be at uh, a little bit later on today, and not not at at one p.m. today that we decided to record at. It was also supposed to be different guests, but yeah, as well. But no worries. That's neither here nor there. I'm always, always, always. I said this to you before. It feels like one of us should just move in with the other person at this point. Yeah, at this point, yeah, we're always together. I mean, yeah. Jesus. Um. So yeah, Fatal Five Way. Um, oh, and then we had Judgment Day and um. Uh, Legado del Fantasma. Legado del Fantasma. And then Judgment Day won. One. Yep, they won via the assistance of Ray. Ray decided to step in there and distract the referee, which caused um, Mommy, I believe, to help out and have Dominic secure the win, secure the pinfall. And then Dominic and him had their little spat where Dominic says that he wished he was Eddie's son instead and then pushed Ray. But then Ray did a nice reversal when Dominic charged at him and uh, Dominic went over the ropes <laughs> uh, from uh, Ray's little uh, counter. And... Uh, yeah, so that was the way that that one ended. And then after that, we had... Um, Viking Raiders versus uh, Braun and Ricochet. Honestly, I really enjoyed that match. <laughs> Braun, and, uh, Braun and Ricochet have been very, 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 very fun to watch. And um, But I'm such a big fan of Sarah Logan and the Viking Raiders that uh, it was great to see them pick up another great victory uh, along their way. Uh, and then after that, we had what? What was after? Charlotte and Shotzi. I'm sorry. I'm oh, sorry. yes. Yeah. Yeah, Charlotte wanted a match, I guess, to still stay warm with Rhea. And then, of course, she won against Charlotte by giving her the, the figure eight lock, uh, the Charlotte Flair way. And then Rhea came out pri- prior to the while the match was kind of going on. And um, then Rhea came out and said, uh, you know, she's coming for her, et cetera, et cetera. And Charlotte said that she's been working harder than anybody else here and that uh, she's definitely ready. But I think now, I, I think it's safe to say that Charlotte, Rhea's getting in Charlotte's head a little bit. Of course. I, I think now Rhea's finally hitting that, oh, okay, I might actually lose this type of thinking. And um, with that, you know, again, I want to see, and you know, I said it last night on my live on, on YouTube and everything, as well as on Twitch, we, we went live on there for a little bit. Um, we, uh, I was saying that, um, you know, Rhea should win this one for sure. And then King and Queen is coming up. So Charlotte could win the Queen of the Ring to get another title opportunity for that championship belt and lose it again at Money in the Bank, letting Liv win Money in the Bank and then obtaining it at SummerSlam from Rhea. And then eventually... Would you really want to see Liv be back-to-back but this Money yes. in the Bank? yes. You know Who else I, you gonna give it to? Raquel would be cool. Raquel yeah, would be that'd great. Be a good one. That's a cool yeah. one. Carmella would be nice. 
Ch uh, Chelsea Green would be great. I'd like to see what we could do with her. That's it. I mean, Piper Niven would be okay, I guess. Maybe Candice LeRae build her up. Candice LeRae would be a, probably a better choice. So we're she, we're thinking of names here. So it's like yeah. there's more people to give it to than but, Liv but Morgan. I think, that, I think with the story of how Rhea eliminated Liv, being the one to get her to the opportunity, Liv now getting that opportunity to take back what she already lost prior. But you know what, you know what the issue is? She then is, loses it again, is, of course, to Charlotte. They didn't build her up to be... I don't want Liv to be booked as like a weak champion. They didn't really build her up to be a good champion. Yeah, she it she is wasn't kind of strong. Yeah. So if they're just going to do that again, what's the point? Unless she beats Charlotte too. She beat Yeah, but when she, beat, when she beat Ronda, she tapped. But mind you, yeah, she still got the win, but they never really made her look like a strong and dominant champion. Like, you should book a champion. Yeah. So if they're going to do that again, I'd rather just skip it. No offense. No hate to Liv. No, She's great. Yeah, you're, you're, she you're deserves right better. That, she deserves better. She does deserve better. Absolutely. So it's just like, I no, don't. Then let her win King Queen of the Ring. Let, let Liv win Queen, Queen of the Ring. Queen of the Ring. And then get her opportunity at Money in the Bank with Rhea. But then let Rhea lose at no, Money in Rhea, the Bank. Rhea needs a strong dominant title lead. So then she has to keep it till Crown Jewel. Yeah, Rhea needs or to keep, Survivor Series. Rhea, Rhea needs to keep it late till late in the year. Maybe even next year. Well, remember, Backlash is in May. So right now after Mania, we have Backlash May 6th. Then it's Queen and King of the Ring May 27th. Yeah. Then after that is Money in the Bank July. Yeah. So we have nothing one June. month. We have one month where there's nothing. I mean, there might be an AW event or whatever. Well, yeah, of course, Double or Nothing is May 28th. May 28th, the next day after Queen, Queen King and Queen of the Ring. Um, but then July 1st is that. Then September is, is SummerSlam. And then after SummerSlam is Crown Jewel, which is November. And then, and as well as November, is Survivor Series. That ends the year off. Well, that's, that's is, is that like the official thing that they put out for like this pay-per-view schedule? As or, of or, now or, is what it seems to or be. are we just going off of last year's schedule? I'm going a little bit off of both. I'm going off of the the, the hope that we're going to keep the same schedule because it makes the most sense. Otherwise, are we dropping Crown Jewel? Because this, no, this King and Queen is King, technically... No. We're not losing King that Queen, blood, buddy. This King and Queen is in Saudi Arabia. I know, but they'll take as much blood money as possible. Yeah, but if we're already doing one event in Saudi Arabia, then we don't need a Crown Jewel. Then what we do is we drop Crown Jewel. Well, Crown Jewel is Survivor Crown Jewel is technically like their WrestleMania, Saudi Arabia's WrestleMania. Yeah, but we could just give them King and Queen of the Ring and call it a day. Yeah, let's just be. Let's just two shows. Let's in be, Saudi Arabia, they they usually do two shows a year. In Saudi Arabia, yeah. What's the other show they do in Saudi Arabia besides Crown Jewel? They did Crown Jewel. They did another one last year too. Crown Castle was in England or some close. Scotland, somewhere near Drew McIntyre. That was the only other one that was out of the country. Like this year's uh, Money in the Bank is in Australia. Elimination Chamber. Was in was in Canada. Last year. Was in Saudi Arabia. Yeah. Jeddah. Wow. Jeddah. That's why I could remember it was an actual paper. Jeddah. Right. It was right, an actual, right. Right. It was an actual paper. Right. Meeting. It was a day one too. So yeah, no. So they're both. Which means the king and queen one is going to be a day one, as well as this this year's crown jewel is going to be a day one. 
Of course, yeah. Which is, it's a weird, it's always weird to have a pay-per-view during the day while it's night over there. Oh, you could be missing some of it then. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's crazy. I don't know that, yeah, yeah. Right, we'd have to keep, keep you on the phone. Yeah, I'll be at work. I'll be at work. Uh, yeah, I'll be missing the pay-per-view. It sucks. Don't worry, you got your uh, play of a bit. You got your correspondent over here. Yeah, you're going to have to record and, and, and take down all of the things, and then I'll just watch it later on my own time. Like, to actually see it, you know. Myself. I could also just live stream it, too, if you're wrestling. Yeah, yeah, we could. Well, I'll set you up then at the house. Yeah. And then you'll just be in your room or whatever, or we'll set you up in your living room or something. I could bring I could bring the TV somewhere where I could just be by myself. Well, your room would be best. Yeah. I mean, that would be your best spot. So, yeah. Yeah, then you'll be you'll have to do the first live stream by yourself, too, because um, stand and deliver, too. I have the room at the base, but that's most likely the best spot I could set it up. Okay. So then I'm going to give you the stuff the day before. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. We'll, we'll just have we'll, to set it up. Yeah, we'll figure that out. But, um, yeah, so, you know, going forward, um, uh, you know, I don't know. I don't know what we're going to do with Liv. You know, I, I like you said, I, I'd like to see her as a stronger, dominant champion. type of champion. Exactly. And I don't want to have to keep seeing her as this weakling, as this one that's always taking the pinfalls or having a, a quick reign. In, in superstardom and stuff, but it seems like that's their goal with, with Liv, which sucks because she's a talented and, and definitely a superstar athlete in, in her own right, so I don't see why there's a actual problem with her having a long reign like a Rhea Ripley or a Charlotte Flair. But of course, you know, the point of all of this is that Charlotte wants to continue the Flair streak, and that's what she's doing. Of course, she's trying to get to like 16, 17. Yeah, I, I think she might stop at 17 or 18. I think that's where she'll just be like, I'll lose it one more time, and then that'll be that. Maybe then she'll retire. You know, maybe, maybe. she'll might, she'll retire and maybe forty, because I think she's thirty now. She might be thirty something. So to change subjects, Dylan. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is gonna be a little bit of a yeah. longer episode because again, this is gonna be a double episode for both shows since. Um, oh, so we're we're also we're also well, gonna yeah. go right into let's be honest after yeah, this. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, because, wow. Okay, I didn't know that. Yeah, because with the schedule timing and shit like that that got all fucked up, I figured I'd just do one long... Super long. Okay, bet, bet. Because then next week, we got to go back to the schedule of, of two episodes. Hey. Two fresh episodes. Plus, we'll also have some new new news and stuff like that as well hey. for me and, hey. and, 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 and whatnot. And then on top of that, um, we'll have, um, you know, Mike, I think's coming back next week and stuff. So, well... Reach for the sky. Yeah. Um, so it's time to talk about Rampage. Yes, Rampage. And, uh, I, I kind of want to start with the biggest thing for me, at least, is yeah, that Reach for the Sky ladder match. Yeah, I'm excited for that. For the ROH Tag Team, Team Championships. Rest in peace, Jay. Rest in peace, Jay. I thought I think it's very fitting. It's a ladder match. Briscoe's were some great ladder matches. Yeah. So I would definitely say... Um, also, ladder matches is one of my favorite match types of all time. So yeah, it's always a be- it's always a good one. So uh, you know the participants for that reach for the sky ladder match. It's Death Triangle is one of the first ones. The, I'm sorry, the Lucha Bros. I'm sorry, the Lucha Bros. So the Lucha Bros are going to be one of the first ones of the ladder match for the tag team ROH tag team belts. That of course the Briscoes held. Uh, R.I.P. Jay Briscoe. Hopefully you're living in paradise. Um, but yeah, so. And now um, Mark is going after the TV ROH belt of Samoa Joe. So Supercard is going to be really, really, really interesting this year. 
Of course, it's on a Friday when it's SmackDown and Rampage. Um, if there's no, if they're not showing Rampage, then we might, when we might do a late. Uh, well, I gotta see with Evan, but we might do a late um, showing of um, uh, what the hell of um, ROH and everything. So, if not Sunday, we'll be doing a um, a reaction. Maybe we'll do a live stream as well. Otherwise, just the live stream that we're going to be doing of WWE for that weekend. Because the whole week is just full of wrestling from Monday to Sunday. So, it's a lot. It's a lot to take in that week. I know we got like another week of freedom. Two weeks of freedom. And then it's then it's just yeah. wrestling nonstop for a little bit. But, um, yeah, no. So, it's the Lucha Bros at... Lucha Bros are first. Yeah, Lucha Bros are right now the ones. And are there others have been announced or not yet? Not yet. Okay. So, this week, this Thursday on... on Ring of Honor, we'll probably get another set of people, which is another thing I gotta subscribe to soon because I'm gonna start being able to watch it on Thursdays and stuff with this new new gig that I got. So might as well start watching NXT a lot more. No. Yeah. No, I'm good on NXT. The shows are shit. The pay per views are lit. I don't know why it is that way, but it's so true. It's so so true. And you but heard it here first. Yeah. No, I'll I'll say it. I'm sorry. I've tried. I've. I've genuinely, genuinely tried. I just can't. I just can't do it. Um, but yeah, so Rampage was a good show overall. We had Action Andretti and Sammy Guevara who put on a really, really, really good match. Of course, Daniel Garcia got involved to cost Action Andretti the the law the, the win. win. Uh, after that, we had um, the acclaimed the acclaimed versus Mr. Cartwheel and Mr. Jumping Jack. I don't know these two uh, jobbers pretty much. And the acclaimed uh, versus. Jack Cartwheel and Starboy Charlie. Yeah, two jobbers. Uh, and oh, who got the win? Of course, the acclaimed. Uh, after that, we had um. Who else did we have? Did we have another match? No, Jack Perry was talking. Pa- Powerhouse Hobbs talked. Jack, uh, Mark Briscoe came out. Uh, the acclaimed were made an offer to join the JAS, and they laughed. Yes. Yes, that was the biggest thing, too. And then you had uh, Kodosuke Takeshita versus Preston Vance. Yes, Takeshita versus Vance. And Takeshita won. Yep, Takeshita got the victory on that by pinfall. Uh, And then, of course, to round out the night, we had Nyla Rose versus Rio. Rio put on one hell of a performance uh, last night. Definitely want to see her going for another title opportunity. And no Vicky Guerrero? No more Vicky Guerrero. No, no, Vicky's done. She's not going on TV anymore. She's doing the rest of her contract at home, is what it sounds like. Crazy. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, so Nyla Rose won. Um, and then, of course, the Outcast of Ruby, Tony, and Soraya came out and tagged um, and beat up Rio to continue their Outcast warpath of being the dominant female uh, faction in AEW. And that was pretty much... Rampage. It was a good show overall. There was some good, decent matches, good moments. Very excited about the Mark Briscoe ladder match, Reach for the Sky tag team thing. I think that's a great Reach way to honor Jay and a great way to get the tag team uh, some brand new champions that could do really good for them as well. And maybe even bring the tag team division in ROH to a new level, you know, whether it is uh, the Lucha Bros or whoever they, you know, decide to choose with. But, um,. Yeah, no, I'm yeah. I'm I'm happy. I, I was happy with the show and, and everything. Revolution definitely put a lot of strain on me. I guess now we can start with the last let's be honest podcast, Ugh. but that was a lot. It yeah. was a lot that day. It was a lot. Yeah. I lost my voice. 
literally Almost we, five. yeah we, we had to take off for like two days of actual work because we were feeling like absolutely dog shit for uh tuesday and wednesday yeah and uh finally my voice is, is coming back Trying I'm still getting it over much. what I got, so yeah. It's, it's and I'm waking up still with like mucus pockets and, and and shit, and it's just it's so bad, it's so bad. But, um, yeah, no, I I you know it was such a heavy Sunday that the rest of the week was just so draining, trying to keep up with everything else that was going on. That uh, you know we uh, we well the new Fortnite season came out. That was the biggest news. Ah, dude, yeah, yeah. it is. It's pretty good. I'm enjoying yeah. it. So I, I just reinstalled Fortnite uh, and everything. So I played a little bit of a com- couple games. I the most kills I had so far were five. I've had like five, 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 five. six. Um, so very exciting. But um, the 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 bigger news is uh, a lot of new cars. Oh yeah, so they motorcycles. Remove- they, it looks like they might have removed the regular sedans. Yeah. Uh, we have this. So the biggest thing is there's Mega City now. Yeah. Where Faulty Splits used to be is now Mega City. Mm-hmm. There's Neo, the cyberpunk, Japanese cyberpunk city. Mm-hmm. And then you have like the feudal Japan looking cities. Mm-hmm. You have the, the, the Springs and then there's another one and a couple different like landmark locations. It's super dope like mega city there's this building with a giant mecha wolf on it that breathes mm-hmm. fire every time the, sto- the storm circle changes um there's grind rails where you're able to grind on yeah. to easily get around the city there's also that sword dude that sword is so dope man i've gotten and a couple kills a shitty ass sword dude, i've gotten a, i've gotten a couple kills with it so it takes it, it just takes practice so um you dash do you do the L two dash attack and then you immediately it's just R two R two R two, get the kill on him. It's so good. I enjoy that sword. I enjoy the sword. Dude, the see, and then on top of that, the, like the battle pass is all original skins. It looks like. Oh wow! So there's not really so many. There's no collab in the battle pass except for the secret skin, and that's that is. If you don't know, Aaron Yeager, Aaron Yeager from Attack on Titan to celebrate, I guess. The final season. Of the final season of the final season of the final season. That is the running joke with Attack on Titan. Yeah. You don't watch anime, but the running joke is they've been in their final season since, like, I think 2021. Wow. You know, they, they just don't. The, the, manga's, the manga's ended a while ago. Right. The manga ended a while ago, and now they're just really pushing it off. But I think now they're actually ending it soon. They're definitively ending the show, which is cool. Of course, I Hopefully. C- I can't wait though for my boy Monkey D Luffy, the King of the Pirates from One Piece, to finally join the island. Mm-hmm. He could definitely have his Gub Gub attack, which would be amazing. So overpowered, you would leave the game in a heartbeat. Yeah, I'd be like, ah, oh! all over the place. I'm so, like, so excited, but this season. This season's really dope. I'll be honest with you. This season is really dope. Now, let me ask you a question. Because you play Fortnite, I mean, extremely heavy. Yeah. More heavier than I, I do. Yeah. For sure. It was it was vice versa prior. But now now it's you that is leading charge of, of Fortnite. Yeah, you, used to, you used to play Fortnite all the time. Every though. time. All the time. And I would I enjoyed you like a couple games here and there. I'd enjoy it. But it was, you know, what really got me was when... Um, was when you brought me in for to get to unlock Superman, and we had the yeah. challenge of who would unlock the the shadow variant first. 
And every free moment I got, I was just doing epic quests, this, that, the third. And I remember calling you. It's like, bro, I got it. I got it. I got it. You were like, wow. Son of a bitch. Because you were, you were, you were ahead of me, and then I was ahead of you, and then you were ahead of me, and then it, yeah. it looked like you were like going away, and then finally it's like, fuck it. I really took the time, and I, I yeah. got it. And no, I'm, that's great. Uh, I'm happy I, I brought you into a game. I know I, I've been kind of like flip flopping with single player games and, and stuff like that. Like I was playing Hogwarts for a while. You know what it is? Is you could play a single player game, and then immediately just hop into Fortnite. Fortnite is no. Old. Because I I, t- I spend too much time. See, that's a big difference between me and you with with gaming and stuff. It's like you you can do that. You are very good at doing that. Where you're have the energy to be like, oh, I can play like six, seven to twelve games of Fortnite, and then give me like then jump into a single player game and maybe do maybe forty minutes or something of that. I do like, like around um, like two three hours. Yeah, like you get two three hours of that. Exactly. No, I I um, what you call it? I'm just I, I I need I need more, you know. I I just can't yeah. sit for one thing too long. But I can see that's that's the difference. Like I'm saying, like you could you're able to jump back and forth. Like for me, it's like when I get into a single player game, I'm in it. Of course, there's no if ands or buts about it. I'm in it for hours. I could do twelve hour days. I can do six eight hour Same sittings. Same with me, but it's just like I I I then know it's like okay. I, I like I'm cool right now. I want to hop into Fortnite. Yeah, no, I, I don't even think about another game. I literally am just like, this is the only game I'm playing this week, and that's it. Kind of like I, now, like now, I, I downloaded Borderlands Three, and you know what's really funny is a buddy of mine, or an old buddy of mine, I should say, uh, was a big Borderlands fan. I think he still is, and everything, and many good wishes to him. But um, we, uh, he, he heavy into Borderlands. He told me all the great things about it. I played two. And I finally understood. Oh wow, this was really fun. But I'm such a big person. I'm such a person that's like, if you, if there's a second one yeah. and there's a first one, I gotta play the first one. As much as it may be boring and dull and and doesn't really do anything. So did you ever play one. the first one? I tried to, I tried to, and I did about maybe halfway through, and I got bored. And it, and, you know, and I, I mean, I got bored throughout my halfway of playing two. As well, but when I hopped into the second one, I was like, okay, now I get it. Yeah. And I just jumped in the second one. I finished the second one on PlayStation 4, and then I jumped into the, the third one now. The third one now on PS5, but then there was also a prequel yeah. to the sequel and everything, uh, which was all taken in space, which was really, really fun. And, um, you know, just, I mean, Borderlands' graphics is so interesting. It's like comic booky. Yeah. And it's so. I don't, I don't, I don't, Let's remember it, it, there is a movie coming out soon. Yeah, which is uh, which I'm very excited for as well. But like it's it's very interesting because Borderlands is that type of game that feels very open world and like you can loot and shoot and stuff like that. And that's pretty much what the game is is a looter shooter. Yeah. But at the same time, it tells this really interesting story about these vault hunters and and these this journey that you take to being able to dis, uh, to find these vaults and these uh, on these hunts and stuff like that for in Pandora and everywhere in between and in space and stuff like that like right now I'm playing the third one where um, I'm playing as like these are brand new characters mind yeah but the second one and the first one were the same characters and I believe in the prequel were the same characters or you played as handsome Jack which was like the bad guy of the yeah. second one and then uh, for this one it's like three brand or four brand new vault hunters so I picked this dude who was, looks really cool and I, I customized his like Outfit and everything like that, which is which is really cool and everything. But um, for this one, you're exploring these two twins, 
who were the bad people yeah. in this one, the enemy. And there are they remind me so much of like um, these Hollywood shitty actors, like these like rich, egotistical, almost like influencers. Yeah, like yeah, literally, that's a really good description of them. They are terrible influencers, influencers. and it's like I don't even care what crimes they've done. It's the fact of the matter You're that they're so influencer. annoying. Yeah, that they're so annoying that I'm just like. Fuck them. Like, I just, I need to take these fuckers out just to end this game because it's just like, I can't stand yeah. it. But we were talking to PJ over at GameStop and he was saying that the Tina, uh, the Tina's, Tina's, the Tiny Tina's one was really good. And that, to me, that's like, oh, okay, cool. Because when I do finish Borderlands 3, which I plan yeah. to do before I, I, I jump into another uh, single player game, yeah. Especially like with WWE coming out. Uh, I'm hopping into that. I'm picking yeah. that game up. I, I'm I'm unfortunately gonna have to wait on that one a few I'll weeks. You, I'll, let you, I'll let you borrow it. I yeah, know. no, I know, but um, I I am going to um, I I gotta I'm gonna finish this one. I, I was supposed to finish Hogwarts, but I, I I got bored of it a little bit. I got bored of the same repetitious shit. I mean, you know, I, I unlocked the flying ability and I was able to get. A How long did that take? Twelve hours. It took twelve hours to unlock fly. You were supposed to be a wizard. Twelve hours. And it took because I, I do a lot of hunting. See, like with me, like I look at every See, that's, nook and that, that's the thing though. It's like that's that's with me. That's why with single players, I need to hop in because it's like I, I there are some single player games like I could immediately just hop into the story, just focus straight on the story. Yeah. But it's the second I stop, I start doing like side quests. I start getting that. Oh, this is getting repetitive. This yeah. is getting like, Ugh. and then it's just like, oh, let me let me play a couple games of Fortnite, or let me let me play a couple games of Call of Duty Zombies, which I also got back into. Yeah, I've been playing. I love, love the love 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 zombies. Oh. Yeah, I know you're not the only one. I I, zombies, I, I miss it too. Zombies more. was my first real video game love, Call of Duty Zombies, because like me and my brother, me and my older brother, we used to play all the Call of Duty. Like, our mom, super cool about it. She was like, listen, you're not allowed to play GTA. It's fine. But Call of Duty, we, we, she, 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 yeah, she, she'd not have as big of a problem. But World, I remember 2 and 3, we, we'd love, we'd, we'd just go in, we'd play the campaigns, we'd, we'd verse each other mm -hmm. on, I believe it was 3 had the tanks we were, we were fighting each other in. Mm -hmm. I'll always remember that. But, like, Modern Warfare, when the first Modern Warfare came out, I was like, okay, this is cool. But then World at War came out. And I remember when we beat the... I remember my brother beat the campaign and I was watching him. And then a cutscene happened. And we're like, okay, what's this cutscene? And it was the opening cutscene to Knock. You, you play, you, you're this downed pilot and you're like just sitting there. And all of a sudden, you see something running at you in the distance, mm -hmm. and it's a group getting bigger, getting bigger. And finally, it's a zombie just kicking your face in. Jesus Christ! And yeah, Jesus you, Christ. you you spawn into iconic Nocturne, where you're just by yourself in this small little room. And then the next map was Rook, the insane asylum. You were ah, oh, like if you were playing with four people, two two groups were split in half. So you would have to turn the power on just to regroup with everybody. It was the first introduction to Perca-Cola's. The first one with the moving mystery box. The mystery box, of course, debuted in Knock. Mm. And then you had Shido Numa. Yeah. The swap map. So now, let me ask you a question. And then, right. hold on, I'm not done. The oh, swap oh. map, 
You had the randomized perks every game. They could they could spawn in each of the four different huts on mm. each of the four different sides of the main hut, and then Doris. Wow. The factory. Hmm. The teleporters. Damn. The the uh, Doris is iconic, man. As a zombie fan, Doris is instant S tier. Yeah. Iconic. You had the three teleporters. You had a link to the mainframe. You had the Simon Says, the, the hide and seek minigame where you had to find the different little things. You had to shoot, uh, you had to shoot through a fetch with a wonder weapon. Mm-hmm. You had the iconic, a latest Sigmund Beauty of Annihilation song where you had to find these four brain test tubes and click them and the, the song would activate. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, iconic, you had the wonder Wap and the ray gun. Just an iconic. Zombies is iconic. Mm-hmm. I, I, one of my favorite sub-franchises in a franchise is Call of Duty Zombies. I haven't played every game with the, Call of Duty with the zombies in it. I'm strictly a Treyarch Zombies fan. That being said, I didn't pick up War, War, uh, Vanguard because as a whole, no. I've right. heard very terrible things about Vanguard. And then you, you of course, game shared me Vanguard, and it wasn't good. No, it wasn't. It like the zombies experience wasn't good. Boy. So maybe, maybe I'll re-download it. Uh, I'll borrow your account again. I'll re-download. It, see how it is. But currently, I played Black Ops Three. Yeah. I played uh, the rebat, the Zombies Chronicles version of Keto. I played uh, a little bit of Revelations, some Darius and Drock. This is all names you don't understand, but. No, I know the map. Black Ops Three definitely top tier. Yeah, top tier zombies like I, experience. I have two questions for you. One well, I'm gonna ask a little bit later, but the, this one just ask me now. No, 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 no. And, and, and it's it's a different topic, but oh. it, it it relates to the podcast and stuff. But <clears throat> um, would you say you're more you're you perform more online co- coercive cooperative? I should say cooperative games. Compared to being sitting down and playing a story if game, it's the itself. game is interesting and it sparks my it sparks my interest. I will play it no okay. matter if it's a turn based RPG game like Yakuza Like a Dragon, or it's a online game like Call of Duty or Fortnite, or it's a single player game, single player action game like Spider Man. Mm-hmm. If it's interesting to me. I'll pick it up. I'll play it. Mm. I'm a very eclectic gamer. I don't really have one set genre, really. Yeah. I just play what seems very interesting to me. Okay. Yeah, I I used to play a whole bunch of different genres and shit. And then I kind of started to filter out the ones that I enjoyed more than what I didn't enjoy. And I kind of forced myself to play. So, like, I'm more of an open world action RPG type of shit type of gamer i do like my online i do like my jump in and jump out online gaming and stuff like that couch co-op is always fun to play like halo or like state of decay or some shit like you know what you know what had some of the best couch co-op games the lego games the lego games yeah i have currently right now the lego dc uh super villains game on my system Mm -hmm. i'll play through it every now and again i heavily enjoy it i another big thing is i love the lego games Lego Indiana Jones, solid franchise. Yeah, I haven't played that one yet. But solid. I'm, fr- I'm a huge Indiana right, Jones so guy, so it's just better. like, 
I, I love the games. It's funny. I've played those more than I've played any of the Lego Batman games. Really? Really, yeah. Really. Hmm. I figure you the opposite because you're such a big fan of superheroes and stuff. Yeah, yeah, I don't. Listen, I'll be honest. The first real Lego superhero game was the supervillains one. I, I When it came to superheroes, it was either comics, movies, or their own standalone game. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I don't really want to see the Lego versions because they might not be as true too, but I know that's why it's like it's a more kid version of the game right but it's like for me i like i don't want too much of one thing because i might lose interest in it and then it'll take me a couple months to get back into it mm-hmm. so it's just like i always kept superheroes to like their own thing and then with the legos like lego indiana jones was one of my favorites um lego star wars was really good mm-hmm try to remember what other lego games it was really just mainly lego india jones and lego star wars those were the two games i love that you were obsessed so with yeah let me ask you this now we got revealed recently mm-hmm. uh the suicide squad game is coming out yeah and you you and i both saw it and i'm excited we both thought it was really good yeah i think we're probably in the minor majority yeah oh 100 um, we are um now unfortunately i don't know if you know but it got delayed later this year i did hear about that so my question to you is is do you think with that now it being delayed do we think that we're going to be seeing a different version of the game than we saw at the playstation state of play or do you think they're going to more they're just tweaking they're just i feel like they're just tweaking things because if you were to do a whole game style revamp like take out the battle pass let's say they take out the that's battle pass. That's easy to that's easy to do. They take out the battle pass because a lot of people are upset about that. It's simple. Maybe maybe add a DLC like at the first month after the game's out. And and also mind you, you know, their release their release timing was around a month that was going to be a very busy month for gaming in general. Yeah, so they, they, they might have been a little bit kind of They want their the own water. thing to do. On top of that too is they might also try to be they might also they might they could also be trying to compete with potentially Spider-Man coming out, right, which, which is, is a very d- dumb thing, in my opinion. Like yeah, if I had and pick, Starfield. If I had to pick, I am picking Spider-Man over the Suicide Squad. No offense to the Suicide Squad, Dolphin Justice game, but uh, Spider-Man 2 is going to be goaded. It is goaded? Goaded before you even played it. It's going to be goaded. You know, supposedly it's going to be a very dark game, Spider-Man 2, and that it's going to... And then it's going to add a lot more villains. It's going to be a little bit more heinous. It's going to be a lot darker of a story that we're going to get out of Insomniac. Now, but now my question to you is, being such a big fan of Spider-Man and knowing the comics and the history and lore and stuff, do you think that Insomniac is the one you choose? I trust them. To make a darker Spider-Man. I wholeheartedly, the, the, these past two games, Spider-Man and Spider-Man, Miles Morales, I wholeheartedly trust. Also, Peter Parker in the comics, let's be real here. He's not had it easy. He is not one of those people where you look at and go, he he's chilling. He's good. Right. No, he's dealt with his aunt being shot. He's revealed his identity and that causes aunt to be shot. No, like there's times the city's just completely against him for whatever reason. Mm-hmm. There are times where he has to go up against the Avengers 
because they don't trust him for whatever reason. Right, but I'm, I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about... So, more, like, his life... Let me, let me finish. His life is pretty messed up. So, I could definitely see a dark, a more darker take on a Spider-Man game, and I wholeheartedly trust Insomniac to be able to pull off a, a game that, while dark, still has the essence of Spider-Man, where there is, no matter what, light at the end of the tunnel, and like just no matter how bad it gets, you just gotta pick yourself up and get going. Like, when you think... Like, for me, there's a couple things you think of when you think of Spider-Man. One of them is, of course, with great power, there must also come great responsibility, said by the nameless narrator in Amazing Fantasy 15. Not Uncle Ben. Uh, that came with the movies, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, not many people know that. He, Uncle Ben never said that line. But really? Uh, really, he never said that line in the original thing. It was a nameless narrator as Peter is walking away. Contem- was that... Was that- Stanley, or? you could you could kind of consider uh, Stanley putting himself in at the end of the book to say I guess these lines. Right, right. But it was a nameless narrator who right. said it. Okay. But um, another thing is you think of is that there's an iconic scene of Spider-Man down and out. They've recreated it a couple times. He's down and out, building flooding, and he just lifts the debris off of him, struggling like he's struggling. He's like. Ah. Ah, hulked out like Hulk Hogan moment. He like, but it's just like he feels like a real American. Like he fights for the right <laughs> for every man. Except he ain't cheating. He he ain't sleeping with your wife. And he ain't sleeping real, with And saves really, shit. Yeah, yeah. Really bad. That's good. But, uh, That's good. Uh, in all seriousness, though, Spider Man to me is one of those heroes who really has been through it all, and the fact that he can still come out there smiling joking around and even willing to help some of his worst villains like come on man like no matter how dark this game's gonna be he's gonna still find a way at the end of the game to till still come out there and try to make sure everyone's okay okay i i you know i i agree to that to an extent i think that insomniac has the possibility to make one of the best superhero franchises of all time. They've proven it so far twice. They're 0 and 2. They're 2 you know, or 2 and 0, however you say it. 2 and 0. They're 2 and 0. And I think that this is the one that might be the teeter tottering one to give them the first L. Nah. I think I that have I think that maybe I have faith. I I do too. I do too to an extent. I I think that they are going to try to push a little bit more of a happier narrative. Like they've tried with the other games and stuff. Of course, touch upon serious topics and, and push the element so, of, of horror who, and whatnot. The main two villains of this game are Venom, Venom. and Craven the Hunter. So, again, so if they're adapting, Craven's most famous story of all time is one of the darkest stories. Right. Craven's last time. Do you know how that story ends? No. So, spoiler for however many year old comic. But the very, this is to paraphrase, at the very end of Craven's last time, when he thinks he's done it all. He walks to a coffin. He walks in front of a coffin, puts a shotgun in his mouth, and pulls the trigger. I kid you not. He kills himself. It ends with his suicide. Why? Hence the title of Craven's Last Hunt. He went out there to hunt his greatest prey, which was Spider-Man. 
he successfully hunted Spider-Man. He became Spider-Man. And then that was it. He did his thing. If you want to figure out why more, read the comic. Read Craven's last comic. It is, it is without a doubt, it is a pretty, it, it is a dark story. It is a very dark story. But to really. Do you really, think Insomniac can pull that off? I, yeah. I, I feel like they, they have a good shot at it. Listen, the, the thing I don't get with people in this is like, if you're going in there without, with little to no faith in something, to you it's always going to be bad. No, I'm going in there with faith of excitement that this is going to be another banger fucking Spider-Man yeah. game. But I'm worried that they might tackle on this new territory of a darker game and might cause a little bit of friction between the community. I think that more or less that we're going to get a great... With, I think it's going to still be a 4 out of with, 5 with, Spider-Man with game. Every, with everything, people... people not everyone's going to be happy. No, no, you can never. You can never pe- please, please everybody. everybody. Nope, you can never do it. So you know what? They have to just focus on. Okay, we're going after these, these big Spider-Man guys. We got Miles and Morales in there too. We're gonna be switch, switching gameplay here and there between Miles and Peter. Of course, I I don't really know how far off this was from the end of Miles Morales. Right. Yeah, which, that's another thing too. Is how far away. Because again, Miles ended. Miles Morales ended pretty dark too. Yeah, it did. No, it did. His friend, like he, he was fighting the Tinkerer, and he found out the Tinkerer was his friend, his best friend he hasn't seen in years. His uncle. No. no. Oh right, right, right. The girl, the girl, the girl. Right, right, yeah. right. And yeah, he found his uncle was he found out his uncle was Prowler. Right. So he he had to deal with his uncle going to jail. Mind you, we're coming off the fact that he's moving to the Harlem because his dad died in the in Spider Man One, and and he. Uh, well, but 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 that. But see, no, but hold up, hold up. And then at the end of the game, he his friend sacrifices himself, and his identity is technically revealed to a good portion of like to the people of Harlem. Yeah, but that that darkness is not what I'm saying. What I'm saying in the sense of is like how scary we're we gonna see Venom. How 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 graphic Wait. is. Is is Craven the Hunter going to look via the Insomniac version? What are we going to get a comic book esque Craven the Hunter? Are we going to get a comic book esque Venom? Bro, or is it going to be a this Joker? is the Candyman as the voice of Venom? This is Tony Todd, baby. No, I understand that, but again, though, how dark in the sense of aesthetics as well as story are they going to push with this? They've told great dark endings and touched on some very serious things in these past two games, and they've nailed it home. But now they're going into two very graphic, violent villains. One being a guy who's willing to kill himself after he killed Spider-Man, because he's killed them all. The other one eats you. I'm excited. I'm very excited. I'm excited too. I think you know what it is? You know what it is? I think they have it. I think you know what I, th- I hope I'm wrong. I hope I have I'm faith, wrong. man. This is this is this I is this is the I'm game I'm looking forward the game to. Oh uh, you know you know, no no offense, is. no offense, but uh Well you got if, a couple big ones here. Is the, you got Starfield, you got Jedi, you also have Hogwarts, you have uh, Wolong Dynasty. What also came out? Um, Atomic Hearts is coming out this year. Uh, that, I think that... Spider-Man 2. 
The possibility of Wolverine, so that's two insomnia. Wolverine might be next year. Wolverine, yeah, I think it is 2024. Um, Suicide Squad might surprise us all, as everyone likes to bitch and complain that it looks like a shitty ass, jumping around, hitting fucking I'm excited about Suicide shit. Squad, but yeah, I'm more excited there's about Spider-Man. I'm games. more excited about Spider-Man. Yeah, there's at least a good five or six games that are worth the possibility of a Game of the Year contention. For sure. So I'm 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 curious to see what we're going to get. But of course the other big news is tomorrow for us is Road to WrestleMania. It is our big show, our first this is show. Our first WWE show we've been to. Yeah. This is my first WWE house show I've this ever This is been. my first house show as well. I've never I've only been to Raw's I've been to a Raw. And that's it. That's it. And, and Raw and WrestleMania. I went to WrestleMania 35. I've only been to a Raw. This is my first house show, my first live show. Very excited to see that. We're getting a steel cage match tomorrow night between Seth and Austin Theory for the United States belt. We're also getting Charlotte Flair. We're also getting Becky and Bianca. We're also getting a 20-man battle royale with the Judgment Day, the Usos, and Drew and Sheamus, and Ray and Karrion. Um, we're also getting Edge, I believe, is showing up, uh, and many, many more. And Wait, Cody Edge? Rose, Edge is showing supposedly. up? Supposedly. Uh, if Finn Balor's in a match, more than less likely he will It's going to be exciting. Yeah, it's going to be exciting. You know what else I'm excited about tomorrow? Krispy Kreme. Krispy Kreme donut. So we live... We're Long Island. We're Long Island kids. We're Long Island kids. And the closest Krispy Kreme is, unfortunately, Penn Station. In Penn Station. Which is where we're going tomorrow. Dude, are you... I'm, I'm excited. I can't wait to buy donuts. Yeah, well, I'm, I mean, I'm excited to go to the show. But yeah, that too. That too. Of course. Right. Listen, my, the, fat, the, the fat boy in me is excited for donuts. The wrestling fan in me is excited about the wrestling. But my big, th- my, my big show is, of course, AEW because... Yeah. And the possibility of us going to Canada this year. Listen, listen. For SmackDown. I, I have to say... I, I last match. have to say this. I have to say this. It's my first time in Canada. This guy over here, this Dylan, he's he's a great guy. But if he gets a... No offense, but a dumb idea in his head. And then unfortunately, you're not able to meet the expectations of that idea. He looks at you like you're an idiot. And that's how I felt the other day when you're like... Let's go to Canada this week. It's only a day drive. A it's day and two hours. It's a day. I don't have a passport. We would have I don't. Of time to get it. I don't, and I had work. I had to work. You I, got ammonia. Tell it. I'll, I'll be your doctor. Tell I would have called your job and said that you have horrific pneumonia. And when they saw us chilling at AEW. Where, how are they going to see you? They're gonna be over. They got cameras in Winnipeg. This sh- the, the, that goes over to fucking FedEx. No. No, yeah. but like, heaven forbid that like they're watching this sh- sh- flipping channels because because they. Oh, their- give me a break! They ain't flipping nothing but boxes. They ain't doing ooh gots over there, but being bullshit. They're not doing nothing of okay. importance over Calm there. Calm down. That's my job. We're talking about. Yeah, that ain't that ain't nothing. They ain't doing nothing of no, importance doing over there. Over I mean, yeah, they're doing important stuff for like their job, but they're not doing that type of important stuff where they're gonna be like, "Oh, I see what Sam's doing," and "Oh, wow, he's at AEW." Oh, I thought he had a whooping ammonia. They ain't worried about you. Like that. If you if you called out, if I called you as Doctor 
Dr. Aspengandi or some shit. I just find it funny how it's just like... It's a day. It's a day trip. I, no, we but, went, we but what, I find it, what I find it funny $100 is... $100 for four what seats I, what $100 I find, for the fucking... No, but what I find it funny is it's like... Great. I come up with these ideas. It's like, I can't do it. And I just... Uh, that's the end of the idea. I say I can't... He, if, he told, if he told me I can't do it, I was like, oh, cool. End of the idea. I say, Dylan... I have this reason, this reason, this reason, this reason. Yeah, I think everything you know, goes in. You know I'm saving up for this, this, and this. You look at me. I go with disappointment. And yeah, yeah because it's you immediately like, get heartbroken. You should be able to do random trips, and you should just be like, yeah, let's do that. Let, you know what? Let's go to Winnipeg to watch the trios tag match live. Let's go to Winnipeg to watch our boy MJF get rebought. I don't get that luxury, though, unfortunately. You can. Yeah, I can, and then I can, I can get that unemployment check. You can just have ammonia, and you're out. That's all. You have sick time. Yeah, but I also have integrity. Unfortunately, yeah, you have have your morals. I don't. I'm willing to, to an extent, to uh, call out and and go to something like that because I know it's a once in a lifetime thing. Oh, it's not a once in a lifetime thing. The next time the JAS. And Elite and House of Black all are in Winnipeg facing for the trios match is not going to happen again. Okay, that, but go to Winnipeg. We're see not going to ever see MJF get rebar mitzvahed again in Winnipeg. It's not going to happen. Does it matter? It does matter. Then I, to- I told you, why don't you go to Winnipeg and do I'm it? I'm not going to Canada by myself. I'd be bitch. No, it's not that. It's just I'm not going to Winnipeg by myself. Listen, there's funny stories where we went to church. You you just don't like traveling alone, it seems. No, I hate traveling alone. Anything can happen here. Anything can ha- I can get into a car accident. I can get robbed. I I, I, I could fall into the wrong hands. That is very true. Hands. Yeah. To the wrong hands? What do yeah, you... Yeah, someone kidnapped me or some shit like that. Anything's possible. I meet somebody. I think I trust them and they poison me. See, that's Anything. the thing. You're uh, Who goes on a trip... Meets the first random stranger. That sounds like you're about to get like isekai into an head no, bag. You never know. There's serial killers That's... out there in the world that prey on people like me who I, are solo doloing. I, 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 see, for I'm me, for, I'm literally a foreigner in a foreign country. See, you give That's you totally see. Unfortunately for you, you you give off that like foreigner vibe. Yeah. I just try to blend in. I just don't care. Yeah. And I'm That's lo- why I have to travel with a buddy. With a buddy who just looks like a native. A, bu- a buddy that can handle himself better than me. <laughs> yes. I'd rather have a bodyguard than a pussy next to me. Absolutely. Two pussies in a foreign country, you're fucked. But one pussy and a bodyguard, you might have a chance. Yeah, you're welcome. You're welcome for that. Yeah. So, but. <laughs> that's how I look at it. I think, I, you know, it's, it's fine. And in, like, in Jersey and stuff, bringing up that, yeah. We were, it was okay, just, not for nothing. Let's just be very frank here with everybody. It was, it was just, we were in <laughs> Newark, New Jersey, where there were gang-affiliated people all over us. There was police a block away from our hotel. You really I'm just think oblivious. I'm going to walk around and hang around New Jersey yeah. while it's Freezing cold outside. Well, you're willing to go. You're willing to go I'm, to like Winnipeg. Yeah, I'm willing to go to Canada, we, which is a lot where, nicer area. Where, where we are. Tr- listen, we went to. We were We went to Newark. We're at least all Americans there. We're, we're at least. We're we can blend in and pretend we're from Jersey. We go to Winnipeg. Yeah. 
We're true foreigners. Yeah. yeah. We we're, we're a little bit more just... safer in Canada than we are in Newark, New Jersey. Yeah. Absolutely. Are you kidding me? Absolutely. If I drop my wallet, there's a good chance someone's going to be like, I, hey, here's your thing. Here's your wallet back. Have a great day. They're not going to be like, all right, give me everything else you got in your fucking pockets. No, they're not. But in Newark, they would. Absolutely. Why do you so, think MJF said that we're in a fucking cesspool? He had to win his championship in a cesspool state. Okay? Give me a break. I mean, you're not wrong about that. Yeah. But Dude, there was cops a block away from our hotel, and they weren't even for the fucking event. They weren't even for the event. They were literally patrolling because there was crime outside of our hotel happening. We had to keep checking on the fucking car that it didn't get stolen out of the parking lot. You're kidding me? Absolutely. I'm happy I was the only one that was self-aware that we were in a totally different I was, neighborhood. I, listen, yeah, I was, you were vibing. Oh, you were like, let's walk around. I was vibing, bro. Those fucking stores have been down for years and shit that has fucking metal shutters and shit on there. And you're like, oh, let's explore the town. Nah, get the fuck out of here. We're going to get the goddamn Listen, we went to the Nike then, store yeah, and to a game. Yeah, and we're going goddamn home. That's it. Uh, we, I don't think we've... I, I, I don't think we've told this. But I'm glad you brought up the pants story. Yeah. Yeah, we all I got I got really wasted. I got really we wasted. Both did. We got absolutely trashed. For rampage. And rampage. The show before the pay-per-view. For before football. And I woke up at like four in the morning <laughs> and I had to vomit. And I realized when I went in the shower that I still had my clothes on. So I just soaked my whole outfit wait, in in wait. fucking water. Wait, you told me you left the shower running. Yeah. And that... Yeah. Never, the shower... The, all my clothes... I'm sorry. Yeah. All my clothes were on the floor right outside of the shower. And instead of tucking the them on the in, um, I left it out. So all the water just dripped out onto the actual floor. So when I finally came out of my stupor at like 10 a.m. after waking up at 6 I remember going in the... I remember going in the shower. I remember going in the shower and like, Dylan, your clothes are soaked. Yeah. And you were like... Son of a bitch! Yeah, man, I was wasted. I was absolutely. Yeah, no, we look. We looked at each other. We're like, we can't do this for for full gear. No, we no, can't. we didn't. We didn't drink. We couldn't. I, there was no way. There was no way. I wasn't gonna make. Yeah, it especially home. with the no offense, but the people sitting next to us. Yeah, the people sitting next to us wasn't the best, but um, they were good people. They were nice people. Nice people it's, but it's just, they, yeah, they just smelled. Deodorant was not existent. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> unfortunately. It was to the point where Dylan, I could see, was getting visibly upset. So I was getting get, nauseous. I, was, I, I thought switched I was seats. still getting hungover. I switched. I had to switch seats with him. I was getting re-hungover from his owner. But those people, again, nice Great people. people. It's nice just... people. Yeah, they just smelled like absolute ass. Ass. I'll say it. Ass. Dookie. Pookie cheeks. Like, they did take a shower before they got to They the... looked like they, they cross-country from California over here without a shower. <laughs> okay? Absolutely. Dookie cheeks. <laughs> Dookie cheeks. Um, but no, man. I, I, I said I have to be the one that's awake and alert and alive at where we're at because if we're not in a safe neighborhood, like tomorrow, like I'm, um, we're mainly going to be in Penn Station all yeah, day. But again, though, there's still a possibility someone on the subway while we're waiting for the train that could stick us up. You have to take all of those possibilities that you're like, oh, just why do you put away. that? But here's the thing, though, you put that out there that. to the no, universe. No, 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 no. I've been thinking about that for weeks. When I bought the tickets, I've been thinking about that. Like that possibility. I try not to think of the negative. Yeah, but you should. Because if we get into a situation, we need to figure out a way to handle that situation. I'm not trying to get my throat cut. Because you're over there going, oh, la, 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 
Yeah, I'll be I'm like halfway. I'll be like half, I'll be on the other side at the Krispy Kreme. Yeah. You'll be getting stuck up. You'll come to me and say, what the fuck happened? Yeah, exactly. And I got no cash because they don't take any cash anymore in these fucking stadiums. Everything has to be a credit card or you take the cash and you got to put it in this fucking machine that gives you a gift card of some sort. So then you could use the card of that instead of using actual cash, which is so dumb. They should just get, let you use cash. I brought fucking $300 worth of, uh, of cash and I couldn't use it. I had to go and... Get a goddamn gift yeah, we, card. Yeah, we both brought cash with us. Yeah, and we couldn't even use it. We had to use the fucking machines, which, not for nothing, are pretty cool. I do have to say that. As much as it was a pain in the ass to do that because I didn't know if I knew ahead of time, I would have just put the money yeah. on, the, on the credit card and, and called it a day. But, um, you know, it was just, like, unbelievable. But but we still had a great time. No, we had a great time. Don't get me wrong, but it's just, like, yeah, I, I'm very alert where I'm at. Yeah, I, see, I, I'm alert. Once I leave but, Long see, Island, I know I, I'm not, I'm not I, safe. See, I'm alert. But I also, like, the, the thing you have to do is you have to play it cool. You have to play it like you belong there. Because it's, it's that whole thing of if you look like a victim, someone's going to treat you like a victim. I am a victim. I look like a victim. Anytime I step out of Long Island, I am a victim. I am a victim. 100%. Don't put your head down. You know it. I know it. You know it. I know it. I'm a victim. Anywhere I go, I'm a victim. I am a victim. I am the... Number one target for someone to attack. But what's really well, exciting for tomorrow, though, honestly. Why do you pay the, do you pay the target on our back? <laughs> why everywhere we go, you got to pay the goddamn target on our back? I don't know. I just, look, I just look like the big vagina of the group. I don't know. It, it just. It you don't just look like a big vagina. It's just like there are times where it's just like you're, like, you're, you're making it obvious we're not there. And it's just like we're, we're not from there. And it's just like, Dylan, we're New Yorkers. This comes with the territory. Let's go get a fucking slice of za and come back and enjoy the fucking show. Well, the other the other big thing is, and, and if anybody listens to this before the show tomorrow and, and does go to Road to WrestleMania, I'll be wearing one of the merch items from the last week of wrestling podcast, uh, which is very exciting. Yeah, we have uh, it's a it's a demo of the of the merch line that we're gonna start doing soon, hopefully this year, if not maybe next year for sure. Um, but it has a big QR code. On the back, yeah. Yeah, on the back. So everyone can scan the QR code and, and, and go right to the um, link for all of our podcasts and YouTubes and stuff like that. So definitely, you know, if you see me out there in public and you see me in the big QR code hoodie, then, you know, don't be afraid to hit us up. It's not going to lead you to, like, OnlyFans. Yeah, it's not going to lead you to no OnlyFans or OnlyFeed or uh, any of those other weird sites. You have an OnlyFeed? I have no... Listen, I hate feet. I, that's a whole different story for a whole different day, but... Um, no man, I, I um I, I'm very excited to go tomorrow. But yeah, no, if you guys see us out there, yeah. definitely come by, say hi, tell us what you think of the podcast, and uh, you know we'll definitely be in the neck of the woods. What are you doing? I just gotta stand up. I've been sitting down for a, a good minute. Oh, uh, uh, yeah, yeah, I know. We've been about two hours now. So, um, but no, we're gonna wrap this up here. I, I want to thank you for coming in, Clutch. Last minute, last no minute, last the minute. Goat. Yep, that's why uh, I'm the goat. That's why I guess you're the goat, the Billy Goat. And uh, yeah, so um. Thank you all for, for tuning in. We're very excited for Road to WrestleMania. It's something we're going to be talking about next week on the new episode. Me, you, and I believe Evan come back together next Saturday, which is very exciting. Say bad time, say bad channel. Yeah, but going forward, I do want to say this now. I'm going to say it again next week to reiterate, but next Saturday will be the last Saturday that we recorded a day in advance for these episodes, yeah. for these podcasts. With the new job I have coming it's forward gonna starting be Sunday. in March. Yeah, I will have only Sundays and Mondays off. So because of that, we're going to be pushing the podcast is still going to come out on Sundays. It's just going to come out maybe a little bit later on in the afternoon or night. 
And then Mondays is still the YouTube and everything like that, which I have to finish working on today uh, for both podcasts and everything. But uh, yeah, the, the, the episodes are going to be recorded in the morning on Sundays and then put out uh, by the afternoon on, on Sundays and everything. So that way we, we stick to the schedule and everything because um, now I'll be working Saturdays. And by the time I get home, it'll be pretty much the afternoon night. Nice. So it'll be it'll be uh, a little too late. And congratulations to you on the new job. Yeah, I'll talk more about it as, as we get closer. Next week, I can kind of talk more about it because where I'm at now, I want to give another week and then... You want to be a little respectful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to... Because also, I start the 20th or 21st, one of those two. So, um, you know, I want to also talk about that and, and see how exciting it is and stuff like that. It's a job I've done prior, yeah. which is good. I have experience in it, so it's always good. But, uh, you know, it's definitely time for change and, and, and stuff like that. But, uh, you yeah, know, next week is my last week with the people I'm working with now, so... I don't want to say too much uh, just yet, but I will come next week and going forward. I will be talking about it and stuff. And then I think Mike's going to be coming back on soon. Uh, we're all going to go see John Wick, so he, you and I are going to all see that and then talk about it and stuff on the uh, Let's Be Honest. What's going to be him, you, I, James? Yeah, well, James you know, well, James might come, who knows, with the baby mm-hmm. and everything. He might want to stay home for his kid, which, you know, totally understandable. Um, but, yeah. So otherwise, I thank you again, Sam, no for problem. coming. I appreciate Everyone, have a wonderful day. Have a wonderful day. Happy Road to WrestleMania season, which has been upon us. We're about 21 days from WrestleMania as of today. And that then, is two, about three weeks away. And again, just remember, we are 21 days from deciding the fate of not just the championship seed in WWE. Okay. Have a great day, Sam. Later. Later, guys. Have a great day.